Yeah. Were you? Were you muted? Yeah. Oh, okay. What's up, bud? Uh, not much. Just finishing the latest Oshinoko chapter. Jesus Christ! All right. What is? What are the rest of you doing? Never mind. Forget what he said. Uh, reading the latest Oshinoko chapter. Okay. What? What? What are you doing, Tim? Forget what he said. Um, reading the latest news on leagues. Oh now, oh yeah, okay. So uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. Guys, number seventy six. I, I don't know what that other thing was. Joe, Joe, did y'all hear about this? Did y'all hear about number seventy six? Like a uh, game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess it is. Seventeen seventy six. Seventeen thirty eight. What happened to Fetty Wap? I don't know. He's kind of a one-hit wonder. Fetty Wap was kind of a one-hit wonder, wasn't he? He had Trap Queen, and that was that was pretty much that it. About it. That was yeah. about it. But man, what a banger Trap Queen was, though. Little one and Dunsky. Hate to mm. see it. Mmm. Well, I tell you who's not a one and Dunsky, and that's us, because we, as I said, are here for number 76. I'm always right. amazed at how deep. You know, I like to think the the kind of title for this episode is uh, Tevin T6. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. as you know, my name is Tevin with a T. So. Is that right? Yeah. So we're on episode Tevin T6. You know. No. I was I was gonna do I was gonna do a whole thing there, but no, you know what? No, just no. That doesn't even doesn't even deserve a whole thing. It's, 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 a just, thing. it's a thing. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. You want to know why it's not a thing? Because you're not a thing. I'm definitely a thing. You're not a thing, and I, I mean I'm not. That's not like a put down. You're just like you're not a thing. I would say I'm the biggest. Thing. When was the last time you were even culturally relevant? Right now. I don't think that's true though. Well, I tell you what, make yourself culturally relevant by doing a little food chat. Okay, maybe let's start with the, the previous parts of the week and then get into the big event for the night. Oh, yes, uh, the, the big event. The the uh, totally not fishing for sponsorship big event. Sure. Well, okay, so a brief overview of our food this week. Uh, let's see, I had chili cheese glizzies. Uh, oh, that's kind of, that was one of the big events. Uh... You've been chili cheese glizzing up like weekly for a while now. Not, like. like every other week. It's just it's just one of those easy things to grab when I don't really have any good ideas at the store. I'm like, oh, I'll eat that. Okay. Um, but let's see. Uh, well, so one big one was earlier this week. Uh, Tony and I tried Bojangles for the first time. Yeah. Big Bojangles guy. It's okay. Um, I would definitely say the of all, all the things on the menu... Their uh, the chicken sandwich is by far the best thing they have. It's pretty reasonably priced. It's like five thirty something, and it's about it's it's very comparable in size and just general value and even flavor and stuff to the uh, the Popeyes one. And our Bojangles is closer to us than Popeyes, so it's a pretty decent option for a chicken sandwich if you're feeling that. Mm -hmm. um, the rest of the stuff is fine. The tinnies were okay. The sides were okay, and the uh, long wait when i went they were kind of a mess but whatever what wait 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 what sides did you get 
Uh, I got the the bow rounds. The potato rounds. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think Tony just got the fries. What's what's the official Tim tier ranking on Bojangle sides? Okay, so S tier is going to be the dirty rice. Of course, naturally, really? naturally. Never, had, never really had dirty I, rice. Hard one to screw up. Yeah, yeah, and and they do it right. Uh, potato rounds. I got to put A tier. It's it's not quite on par with the dirty rice, but pretty good. Mm. Their fries to me kind of a B tier. Um, Tony may disagree. I don't. I, I just thought they 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 existed. I mean, I can yeah. His see. his impression of them seemed lukewarm from what I saw. So, yeah, I I would definitely say go the potato rounds over the uh, the fries yeah. for sure. I don't even remember what other size they have. I guess slaw, but slaw is always uh, slaw. I have mac. I think um, slaw is always dookie tier. I've not tried their mash, mac. mashed potato. You know, whatever. Their mashed potatoes are probably B tier. They're not bad. Yeah. Well, mashed potatoes and gravy. I did the usual thing where I did like a cursory search and usually it's like a Reddit thread or something and people in there were just saying the rounds were good. I was like, okay, I'll get that. Um, but uh, yeah, attendees were okay. Um, we also got the uh, the like the bird dog thing they had, which was basically attendee in a bun with like Carolina Gold barbecue or something. And uh, it's okay. It's a little promo they have going. Uh, the, I will say their biscuits, I think, actually might be better than Popeye's. Like they ha- they seem more like... They seem less commercialized and like there's more of a distinctive layer to them, like or layers to them and stuff. But uh, and they're less dry, too, which I like. But yeah, my go to there is definitely the uh, Cajun filet biscuit and cheese. I saw a lot of people recommending that, but I was just like, for some reason, the whole reason I would decide to go actually was I saw some reviewers say that like the Bajangles chicken sandwich is one of their favorites. And I will say, since it's competitive with Popeye's, it has to be one of the better ones out there for fast food. But um I would, I would agree with your assessment i think you put it on par with popeyes yeah like the rest of the stuff like i think for the tenders i'd probably rather have popeyes tenders overall but like but for the sandwich yeah um and then i'd have to try the the, the cajun filet but a lot of people recommended that too and now that i know that i like their biscuits a decent amount i'd probably try some of their biscuit offerings like that oh yeah um, they have a very solid biscuits and gravy bun. yeah um let's see aside from that uh <sighs> Nothing, nothing major coming to mind as far as stuff I've made this week or whatever. It's always hard to remember when when the day rolls around. But uh, we did earlier have some some pizza, some some of the mark. So uh, that was good. I don't know if Tony wants to talk about his experience with that. I, I see, I see his mic going in and out a lot. So I don't know if he's okay. He might he might be preoccupied with something. Maybe maybe a jub moment. Uh, no, I was, I was eating, uh, I was having, having a little taste test of, uh, a, a piece of candy. I see. Interesting. Really? So um, I guess we're getting into my food stuff. So, well, yeah, I was, I was, I, I was leaving off with the pizza stuff cause, uh, I didn't say specifically what we got. I was going to let you lead with that. Well, I'm actually going to let Tim lead with that. Cause that, that was kind of his whole, uh, thing that got put into my mind. So let him. But no, 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 I, 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 I'm not done with the pizza. Is what I'm saying. I was gonna have you talk about no. the pizza you got. Oh, I mean, it was pizza. Well, we, okay, so that's not that's not that's not it. Uh, we that, it's pizza. We well, we got the hot honey pizzas, and there it doesn't add a lot. So we're uh, we're probably not getting those again. They're they're okay. Like it was, like it, general usual uh, Marco's quality, but. 
uh, the hot honey element was pretty mild and not adding a whole lot. So it's not really worth the two extra dollars over the basic pepperoni uh, specialty pizza they have. Aside from that, I tried their wings and those were good, but uh, also not really worth it over just a medium pizza because it's the same price. So like most pizza places, the, the smaller items like that or like the alternatives to the pizza are pretty much never a better value proposition than the pizza. So. Um. Yeah, I don't know if you want if you want to start with anything else because I know I know you made brownies earlier this week and other shit like that. So I don't know if you want to start with that or. I mean, brownies are brownies. They're 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 kind of whatever. Not nothing to hype up. I did try the spicy uh, cone cuff for the first time. Pretty quality stuff. Mine's still in the fridge. I'll have to try it later. And then so for my candy thing, I was just talking about. So Reese's peanut butter cups. What's what's y'all's top shape for them? I think uh, most people have the same answer. Christmas tree. Yeah, I like the Reese's. Right, what did you say? Pumpkin? I'm, a, I'm the pumpkin guy. I like the Reese's pumpkin cups. And you said trees, Tay? Christmas tree, yeah. All right, well, you're all wrong. The correct answer is the egg, but uh, that's yeah, fine. The eggs, yeah, the eggs, I, the eggs I mean, is close second. I was saying I, I prefer the base, the base shape, so. Well, Jesus. you're actually retarded for second. Yeah, no, you're, you're legitimately Down syndrome, so. So anyway, I was uh, perusing the aisles of the uh, Wall of Marts today. And naturally, I walked down the seasonal aisle because Walmart understands there's no such thing as Thanksgiving. It is Christmas season. They got multiple aisles of Christmas shit out already. Very based. And what did I see? I saw Reese's shapes. And the shapes were uh, like stocking. It's like a little sock kind of shape. Bell. And snowman. So the, these are three different shapes that are all basically just similar round shapes. You know, pretty solid. Definitely heavier on the peanut butter than the chocolate, which is exactly what you want in a Reese's candy. And I can recommend very solid shapes. Hmm. I'm That's about it for my uh, Reese's Cups guy, though. I'm I'm a little weird like that. So you're a what over Reese's? Uh, Reese's Pieces over the cups. I do like Reese's Pieces, yeah. Nice. Um, wow. I don't know. I actually, uh, I like some of the bars that they've made too, but. Like the uh, Take 5? Is that one of them? No, they, they, they had like the Fast Break and the uh, the Sticks and the, uh, the other little like candy bars that are based on Reese's. I remember that one. Hmm. Yeah. Uh okay. Well. So uh, who who wants to go next for food? Oh, did you want to wait all the way to the end for the main event? Yeah, I did. Okay. It's uh t- yeah, Tony, what you got? What you got this week? We literally just did me. <laughs> yeah. And by Tony, I mean Tim. Gotcha. So, uh, so fellas, if, if up in my neck of the woods, if you order a hot dog, just order a hot dog. What do you right. think you're going to get on it? What's the standard hot dog? Coleslaw, oh, mustard, and ketchup. Uh, engine oil. Uh, I mean, optimally, I just get a plain dog and I get to top it myself. But well, maybe let me reframe the question. Poverty. I'm not talking about what you expect in your standard dog. I'm saying if you just say the words hot dog. What's going to be on it when it's served to you? Uh, a dead raccoon. 
I, I do think uh, that in most places I would just get it plain. That's like how they would do it. No, no that's not what he's. That's not what he's asking, bro. If I went somewhere and ordered a hot dog at a restaurant, they would serve me a hot dog and they'd have ketchup and mustard at the table. Right, but you know what, Tim? Just tell us because no, we're gonna we'll be mustard. here all night. We'll be here all night. No, no, we'll be no, here no, all night. Ordinarily, I think Tevin would be right. Uh, the answer up here is chili, mustard, and onion. I've learned that. Ooh, okay. that is the default up here. I get behind that. If you roll through pals, right? I get behind that. You don't even don't even go through the trouble of saying you want a you want a chili dog with mustard and onions. Just say hot dog, and yeah, that is what you will get. No, that's fair. Now, if you want the now, if you want the slaw dog, you have to specify the slaw dog, and that's going to be the coleslaw, I think mayo and a little mustard. Yeah, sounds about I haven't right. gone for that yet, but the uh, apart from the, uh, I've also been doing a little chili uh, chili glizzy action. They don't really do chili cheese dogs up here as much as you would think. It's <laughs> really chili mustard and onion is kind of the, the industry standard. Really. But um, I did go to a I did check out a new restaurant. I had the opportunity to uh, go to lunch with the uh, the girlfriend the other day, and we went to a place called the Shark Board, which was a uh, a charcuterie specialty restaurant. Uh, that's what that's what it sounded. Oh, like. Oh, Carcucci Board. Yeah, Carcucci Board. Exactly. Nice. How was that? Now, if you want to get if you want to get an actual real deal board, you got to you know you got to order it in advance, give them time to prep it, and all that Jeez, stuff. Boys. But if you go in, they've got they've got all kinds of little pre-made goodies like uh, little chicken salad croissants, uh, cream um, half of like red and green peppers with filled with cream cheese and like, uh, a little cream cheese. Of, sorry, cream cheese what? Uh, cream cheese and uh, red peppers in particular. No, before that, what did I say? Uh, chicken salad croissants. Do you mean? A, I'm sorry. I just it it really hurts me. It really. I, I, Awesome. It really irritates me when people mispronounce it. It's actually pronounced a quote. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So yeah, a, uh, a, right? a chicken salad vat. Red peppers filled with cream cheese, which were pretty good. Um, the, the girlfriend got one of the pre-maids. Had like a various fruits and stuff with a, this kind of whipped fruit dip that was very good. Not too sweet. Just kind of that perfect little light whip texture to it. And uh, they had a spaghetti special, so I got that. I got the uh, oh, the Getty special. Got the Getty special. Has the good homemade spaghetti with a nice meat sauce. Had a little mushroom in it. Which oh, I you're love. saying the spaghetti wasn't plain? Then it can't really be nice, am I right? <laughs> Anyways, please continue. Boy. I was, I was so, expecting the solidarity from Tony there. Anyways, go on. Yeah, really. Uh, the garlic breadsticks, which of course you come to expect, and. Uh, Got a uh, a special themed acai bowl, which I took back to work and kind of picked at that for the rest of the day. It was called the uh, the wood booger. The uh, wood booger, he says. The well, mm. wood boogers are what they call uh, Sasquatch or or Bigfoot up here. They call them wood boogers. So it was a. Mm. Uh, I, I think it's. I'm I'm never really sure what the material is at the bottom. I think it's frozen yogurt. So it was a. Uh, Cocoa powder, frozen yogurt base with, um, let's see, it had granola, chocolate chips, sliced bananas, peanut butter, honey, blueberries. Just, it was very good. I presume there was acai in there. Yeah, yeah, but it was like the cacao, 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 whatever that is. Chocolate. Cock? Yeah. All right, based. So we uh, we got we got our bowls. Enjoyed that. That was that was kind of my uh, my go out for the week. Everything else was pretty much the uh, the standard stuff, like your uh, your glizzies, your 
Frenchy fries, as they call them at the local place. Do they? Is that right? They do. They should. It, it, it is the name for fries at this particular chain. Pals. They, the, they shouldn't. The best fast food restaurant ever. Have you considered telling them they should stop calling it that? They shouldn't. I would honestly I cause a bit of a respect. stink over it. I'm not. I ain't telling them nothing. They they do shit right there. Okay. But the, the favorite from there though has been the the toasted cheese sandwich. It's a uh, add bacon to it, of course. And you got sure. a big old thick slice of tomato, little mayonnaise, little cheese, little crispy bacon. Mm. Cut the sandwich in half before they give it to you. It's good stuff. Oh yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Well, let's see if I can't plot a little adventure this weekend. I will, uh, of course, happily report in. Oh yeah, what you thinking? I don't know. I gotta probably head down towards Bristol this weekend. Got a little, uh, got a little shopping to do. Okay. 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 Well, getting uh, the Christmas season started early, hey. you know, boys. Preaching the choir, man in the choir well for me uh i think i talked about my chili last week uh that was a little controversial i know you guys as chili chili nerds or uh chili noobs as, it, as it's called in the in the community the chili community you wouldn't really understand chili over pasta it's fine it's whatever uh no, I'm, I'm, I'm a chili mac guy there you go based um friday Sounds like some fucking ohio bullshit Silence, no, dude. Silence, silence, silence. You, you yeah, literally, you literally, the same thing. you literally eat spaghetti pasta plain. Silence. Yeah, which is based. Silence. Good. Silence. Um, no, one's, one's a respectable Italian meal, the other's an abomination, probably from Ohio. Silence. No. Oh, okay. I, I, can, I cannot and will not be silenced. Well, I mean, you literally eat spaghetti wrong, so. Anyway. I uh, went back to McAllen's well, last Friday. As the Italian, I'm kind of the authority on how to eat spaghetti. I actually heard they kicked you out. Uh, who is they? The the Italians, capital T, capital I. It was I. excommunicated yeah. by the Italian community. I, I am the Italian, so they don't really have the authority to kick me out. Okay, all right. Well, apparently there's a schism here, and that's that seems like an issue for another day. Anyway, Friday, went back to McAllen's. I got the... the uh, the au jus dip from what was the roast beef dip french dip yeah i got the french dip very good macaroni and cheese very good saturday hell yeah saturday alabama plays lsu roll type like to like to theme my football meals so lsu we're thinking bayou we're thinking the gulf coast we're thinking seafood now, usually I've uh, I've kind of done like some sort of like corn crab bisque thing. No, I found out a place downtown does crab clusters. Five bucks a pop. Went down and loaded up on five of them. Boy, I yeah. bodied that entire plate. They were good. They were actually they were actually really good. Probably some of the better crab legs I've had. The only crab legs I've had in a long time, but the better crab legs that I've had in that the time of which it had been when I had that. I don't know how to phrase that. The point is, mm-hmm. of the crab legs I've had, they were in the top top four, definitely, without a doubt. Very good crab legs. Uh, pretty decent price, especially you know in <laughs> in Barack Obama's economy, right? Barack Hussein Obama. Um, Damn right. That's about it. I uh, did a little sketty today. I did sketty properly. Um, but I tell y'all what, Friday? Boy, howdy, do I have something Friday that's going to knock your socks off. Yeah? Oh, yeah. 
You're actually making me realize I'm kind of an idiot right now. Just now? Yeah. Oh. Literally had a whole trip to New Orleans filled with food, and I didn't even talk a word about it because I thought we did yesterday for some reason. You want to double back on it? And uh... do, do you guys routinely do food chat on the sports show, or is that... I, no, well, I dropped a reference to the trip because I was there for the... Yeah. Well, not for the game, but I was watching the LSU-Alabama game in New Orleans. Right. Yeah, well... Actually, like, how about... Um, I'll, I'll run through it real quick. Yeah, double back. Double back. All right, all right. So um, we lead off with a really, really good restaurant inside the hotel tvs everywhere right they got the quad sure. set up with the four monitors that make the one screen sure 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 classic oh. apparently this place was known for its sushi uh-huh. so they had a one called the tokyo blossom which was the definitely the wildest thing they had on the menu um wrapped in wrapped in tuna had some kind of sauce that i can't understand had some crunchy things that i don't know what they were but it was very good sounds good uh girlfriend girlfriend opted for a california roll because she's not very adventurous but um that's she accidentally shit. tried roe for the first time. She had never had roe on her sushi rolls. So she finally asked, uh, she asked what the orange stuff was on the California roll, and I had no idea that she had no idea. So I told her it was roe, and she asked what roe was. I said, well, it's fish eggs. So she flipped the fuck out. So that Woman was moment. But she was enjoying it before that point, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She woman just said, moment. She said, woman moment, like... Now that I know what it is, I probably would never order it again, but it wasn't bad. I didn't hate it. Uh. Then uh, on to the dinner function number one, we had a duck and sausage gumbo, which was my first true duck meat experience. It was a very, very spicy gumbo. We had to uh, take some measures. I think it was, a, it was a little too spicy. A lot of people were having trouble handling it. I, I thought it was great. I, I nuked the whole bowl. Any uh, any duck enjoyers in the room? Eh. It's okay. not a big duck guy. Yeah, it's all right. I feel like every time I've had it in my life, it's been like overdone and kind of like not great. But I'm sure it's I'm sure there's good forms of duck if it's cooked right. Well, it has a reputation for being a very greasy fowl, right? Right. Like the the texture of duck, if you just have duck meat by itself, is very greasy. And I think the um. The gumbo kind of counteracts that because, of course, you've got that soup broth stuff going on. Right. But uh, I've only ever had it before as part of a turducken around uh, Thanksgiving time, which, uh, yeah, it was it was okay. Turducken's definitely overhyped. I I would agree with that. I'm not a real big fan of the the duck or the chicken part of that. Right. Keep it simple. It just, for whatever reason, never tastes quite right. Yeah. Then we had, uh, I'm trying to think what else was adventurous. Went to a place called Daisy Maze. Uh, We walked there, uh, tripping over homeless people the entire way from the hotel to this place. Sure. Um, Louisiana. Classic New Orleans, yeah, really. But it was, um, so I had Crab Cakes Benedict there. Mmm. And it was, um, this was kind of like a chicken and waffles type place. They did, uh, their, their specialty was fried chicken. They make everything to order. I couldn't quite pick up on the accents of the guys running the place. It did not sound Cajun. Maybe Greek. I'm not sure. Hmm. But they were running one hell of a ship. Uh, it was uh, slammed the entire time, but there was never a long line. Got my crabs. Ca- got my crab cake, Benedict. Got a little uh, traditional gumbo while I was in there. A little sausage and shrimp. A little andouille. Big, big andouille guy. Yeah. Hey, bay. Hey, big andouille guy. Big andouille guy. Absolutely. Big andouille guy. But yeah, polished that off. Um, went to the main dinner function, which the food at this um, charity gala that I was at, you know, raising money, you know, for our or- charitable organization that we're partnered with. Sure. And um, 
a lot of big dicking going around there. A lot of people with a lot of money. Sure. So I'm sitting there just kind of uh, admiring the scenes. I did snipe. I, I sniped a little something, something on the silent auction. A lot, of, a lot of old whites is what you're saying. A lot of old whites. A lot of LSU alumni as well. So they were not white for the record. Hate to see it. Hate to see it. Including, um, I think I made mention of this on the show, the sports show, but um, one of the keynote speakers decided to interrupt his own speech by announcing that LSU was winning 28-21 to 21 over Alabama. And um, LSU never fucking scored again after he did that. Big so pop for that, though? Oh, the, oh, there was a big pop in the room, but... Uh, it was short-lived. Mm, many such cases. The food, the food at that event was kind of, kind of mediocre. I guess it was the highlight was a fillet bernays. Okay. Not a real big fan of bernays sauce on a fillet. Mm-mm. It was trying. To, it was. It was an okay sauce trying to cover up a uh, not very good fillet. Right. I'm just not. I'm not a real big fan of sauce on a fillet in general. But by fillet, you mean like the steak, right? Or yeah, filet mignon. Okay, yeah. They had some kind of fried fish thing before that. that Fish fillet. They did have some lightly battered fish fillets. Damn, I could go. What she ordered? Fish fillet. Yeah, there was there was no ordering though. It was it was all set menu, so you were pretty much getting whatever they were serving. That's base. You should accept what you're given and just fucking eat it. Yeah, Uh, that's a big difference. It's definitely the way to go. But the um, little uh, little some kind of. Some kind of creme, creme brulee or custard thing for dessert. It's pretty good. Creme, creme bougay. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I'm a damn. That was pretty much it for the adventurous stuff. I mean, they had a lot of the things that you expect at events like that. Oh, um, the hors d'oeuvres at the one place. You had a uh, some kind of whipped cheese in a little pastry cracker thingy with a... Uh, a port-soaked cherry on top of it. That was really good. Yeah? I'll soak your pork? No, you won't. No? For, for, le- for legal reasons, no. Yeah, yeah. You, okay. you, you can't do that. You can't do that. You just can't. Well, speaking like of a little the... fried oyster thingy. You a big fried oysters guy, Tay? No, because I'm not. I'm not an oyster at all guy. Yeah. Well, I'm, I use your oyster, oyster so... It is. Well, hey, speaking of the sports show, uh, last night we were talking about the pay-per-view, talking about your new U.S. champion, Logan Paul. And, hey, one thing led to another, and, boys, we got to talking about prime hydration. Now, I don't know who knows about prime hydration drink, but I, I have heard... I have my sources, so trust me, this is not fake news. This has been vetted, right? I ran this by Snopes and the New York Times. I heard, I heard Prime Hydration drinks pretty good. And confirm. I think my my first time I saw it was uh, there was another pay per view that Logan Paul was in, and um, I believe that a was it was it KSI that was dressed up as it a was, kind of that was that was WrestleMania, yeah, yeah, it was WrestleMania. That's right. Yeah, him and Seth Rollins. Was it Seth Rollins that yep. elbow dropped him? Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was kind of where I, that was the first place I saw it, and I was like, "Huh." I wonder if it's just like some monster hyped up, caffeinated, like trying to be Red Bull squared thing or whatever. So I didn't pay it any mind. And then, uh, randomly, ended up seeing some at a gas station. Decided I would try it. This was the hydration drink, not the energy drink. They are two different things, right? And I uh, tried the uh, the first one. I tried was the lemonade prime. 
and I was pretty much immediately hooked. It's it's very good. Interesting. I, I have it on uh, I have it on potentially good authority that uh one one Tony might have got a sample pack today. I uh, I did hit up the the wall of Marts and got a couple of bottles of a prime hydration drink. That is that is verifiably true. Yep. Now now Tay, have you partaken in this yet? I have not, no. I did. I was at uh it was a Dollar General today buying a, a pencil sharpener and spaghetti sauce. And I looked for them, sort of, but I didn't see them. So but here for a while they were hard to get because like people were fucking scalping them because like zoomers were buying them up and shit or something. Tracks, but... tracks, tracks. That was the case early, yes. God I hate zoomers. Yeah, it's kind of based. Okay, so do we want to go ahead and review these now? It's what that's why I set it up for you. Well, as we, I mean, it's Tony took a point here, so I was gonna let him start. All yeah, right, what, so what'd you crack got, open, Tony? I've got four flavors here. I'm gonna drink all of them, but I am gonna taste all of them. So I've got the Meta Moon, which is the white bottle. I've got lemonade. I've got the uh, Glowberry, and I've got the Blue Raspberry. So now you highly rated lemonade, so I'm gonna I'm gonna crack open the lemonade and give that a go for my first one. Sure, for sure. It smells lemony. Tastes lemony. So my my immediate observation here is that it tastes it, it like it's kind of got a thick mouth mouth feel. Mm. I don't hate the flavor. I think it's decent. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming it's the coconut water that's giving it that thick feel because it, it does say it's 10% coconut water. Well, I believe you're right. Also, the presence of electrolytes and fluid always gives it a little bit of that mouthfeel as well. Um, like, I even get it a tiny bit of Gatorade, but Gatorade actually doesn't have that many electrolytes in it. So this is, I think, heavier. But I think My closest comparison that I've found out there is vitamin water. I, I feel like vitamin water has a real heavy mouthfeel. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Because I don't it's actually water. know that I've ever had vitamin water. Well, it, it's basically water with a bunch of extra, like, uh, bullshit kind of infused in it, right? right? Like, isn't it just, like, electrolytes and maybe a couple vitamins or some shit in there? Uh, yeah, I think the right. biggest difference between Prime and vitamin water is that if unless you get the zero sugar vitamin water, it's got a bunch of sugar in it. Whereas the right. main sweetening factor of the Prime is the coconut water. Um, it's got one gram of sugar in it. Well, I mean, it also does have sucralose along with, uh, see, I mean, sucralose primarily, which I mean, so it's net, it's net sugars aren't that high, but it does have sucralose, which doesn't count as a sugar dietarily, but right. Um, anyways, so. All right. So lemonade decent cracking open the meta moon. No, I'm curious. I have not tried meta moon. A little research done on that one once he gets once he tries it. Hmm. Not big on the Meta Moon. Does it taste like what the thing said it would taste like? Not really. I mean, it's. I guess kind of. I mean, I mean that's just kind. It tastes like generic berry flavor almost. I'd say. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did a little research before we tried these, and uh, that one was supposed to be 
apparently a combination of blue raspberry, bubblegum, and cotton candy. So Jesus. That doesn't sound like something I'd like. Yeah. I would definitely stick to the lemonade over this. And then I'll do blue raspberry, and then I'll let Prude take over for the glowberry since he's got one of those as well. Right. Now, I am, I am not typically a blue raspberry guy, but I like this blue raspberry. It's, uh... It kind of has, like, an aftertaste of a blue Gatorade. <laughs> so it no, tastes no, like blue? I, I, but you're, you're dead on. That's exactly what I thought when I first tried it. All right, well, I guess we're in agreement there. Yeah, I, I like the blue raspberry. I like the lemonade. Meta Moon can't recommend it. Hmm. Okay. Um, so you wanted to go ahead and review this glowberry then? Yep, go ahead. Well, actually, let me let me start with the strawberry watermelon, and then we can both try the glowberry. Because um, yeah, I, he picked he was gonna pick up one for me, and I said go ahead and pick up a second one of just whatever whatever flavor you're not trying. So I have a glowberry because that one sounded pretty interesting. You know, because yeah, I'm a glow. I want to get ice pop, but they did not have that in stock. So. Oh yeah, they didn't have the ice pop. Oof. Yeah, I'm something oh, of a glowy guy, so I want to try the glowy. I, I do so, think... well, I'll, I'll say uh, in terms... So I went to Walmart, and I was in their standard drink aisle where they're supposed to have the primes. It's a very limited selection. Like, the single bottles have clearly been picked pretty clean. I ended up finding, like, a stock of just, like, uh, you know, the classic kind of, like, soda setup, except for prime of just, here's just fucking claim some. They had every flavor but ice pop there. Mm-hmm. So that's what I went with. Yeah. Well, so here's what I'll say about strawberry watermelon. Um, I feel like this might be one of the most straightforward flavors, aside from maybe the lemonade. Like, it seems like it tastes very much what's described as, you know, like I definitely taste strawberry and watermelon, which I like. I like those flavors and together pretty good, too. Um, it's, yeah, it's decent enough. Uh, and then I don't know if Tony wants to pop is glowberry as well but i've had that one here in a cup with ice because they weren't quite sure. as cool as i prefer does the ice help with the uh, heavy mouth kind of deal well that's yeah because i i've taken a couple sips of this actually and uh i do think it's nice because i both think that it thins out the consistency a little bit i also just like things extra cold and also i i'm of the opinion that of these two flavors at least and a lot of people said this online about them too that i think they're a little for something that's supposed to be like hydrating and refreshing i feel like they're all a little too sweet for my taste but uh the glowberry i wasn't sure what it was supposed to be but i think it, it tastes to me like somewhere between like berry and green apple with a little bit of citrus yeah, or something i'm getting a similar green apple taste which I really do like green apple, so I'm I'm a fan of that aspect. Um, it definitely the glowberry definitely tastes a little bit more like chemically, you know, I'm saying like a little bit more artificial than the uh, the strawberry watermelon, which tastes like strawberry watermelon tastes pretty convincingly as just a, a particularly sweet version of like an agua fresca, which would be like you know just a fruit infused water basically. Um, so. Both not bad. Uh, I will say that my my use case for hydration drinks like this is pretty narrow because they don't, these ones, the energy ones have uh, caffeine. These don't, and I don't typically buy like soft drinks or flavored drinks or whatever that don't have caffeine. I just don't really see the point as as drink water in that case normally. But uh, I will say something I like about these is they have uh, in comparison to something like Gatorade is fucking garbage. It's a gimmick. It's it's 
a drink for kids. It doesn't do anything hydration wise. This actually has magnesium and potassium in decent amounts in its uh, nutritional profile, which is good because those are a lot harder to get than sodium in most people's diets. So, um, so I like that. Uh, definitely would drink with wa with ice typically. Um, yeah, I, I think I think I would be interested in trying the energy version because I do like energy drinks more. And I was gonna say like if we're talking fun flavors and, and like gimmicky drinks, I definitely would be, say I'm a big fan of like the rain flavors or whatever. So I'd like to see how Prime stacks up. So I'm actually uh, I've got a Tropical Punch Energy Prime cracked open right now that I'm sipping on. Yeah. So it's um the, the big difference obviously here is it 200 milligrams of caffeine per can, and right. uh, zero sugar in the energy drink version. Right, just probably all of the sucralose or, or aspartame or something. Exactly. And uh, I've I've tried both the the tropical punch uh, the hydration drink and the energy drink. <clears throat> the biggest difference is obviously the the uh, carbonation. It's the you've got the right. fizzy with the energy drink uh, and the big carbonation guy. Yeah. If you like the if you like the fizzy version, you'll like this. And Tropical Punch, I mean, it, it's as advertised. It tastes like a fruit punch. It's, Not a big punch like, guy, but I know they have other flavors. It's well, it's it's a red fruit punch. So if you like, if you don't like strawberry or cherry or something like that, then maybe stay away from it. Yeah, also, I like those flavors individually. I just think they get kind of muddy together. But yeah, they, I've I've also tried the strawberry watermelon energy drink version in the pink can. Pretty good. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably be into that because I like their strawberry watermelon for hydration drink. So yeah, yeah, like it's their energy drinks that I've tried so far taste like the hydration drinks except fizzy, right? Which is like fizziness, and then uh, do so do the uh, do the energy drinks also have the same like electrolyte profile, or do they leave those out? Um, big B six B twelve. Um, well, those are pretty normal for for energy drinks because those provide energy. Like the hydration factor of the electrolytes are kind of a separate selling right. point yeah uh, they, they'll, they'll uh, probably they, advertise it if on, they on do the advertise 300 milligrams of electrolytes per can okay well that's interesting so it's, it's still it still is like a quote-unquote hydration drink uh but yeah so I, I guess so in the case of like if you're looking to get specifically hydrated i guess the absence of caffeine in the hydration drinks obviously makes them more effective for that and then uh i was actually reading an interesting like a heckin study before this uh of some university going over like relative like degree of hydration from drinks. And it turns out that water is not always the most hydrating drink, right? Like apparently the presence of other substances like fat, uh, protein and, and carbs sometimes actually increase hydration because of how the, the stomach handles draining and stuff. The whole we, thing. But, uh, we can work, we can work Tay in on this though. You know what the old style hydration was for like football players. Mm -hmm. It was a salt lake. You damn uh, right. It was listen, you out there, you out there in Junction, Texas, all right, you start turning purple, Coach Bear has two solutions for you. Salt pill, hit the whirlpool. Yeah? Yeah. Interesting. If you want to make water actually a more hydrating drink, sprinkle just a little bit of salt in it. Just true. a little, all you need. So true. Well, so, so the thesis of this paper was that specifically adding, like, nutritional substance beyond just the the water and the electrolytes apparently helped uptake of both water and electrolytes within your body so uh, i i could see that maybe the prime drink then has a little bit of natural sugar through the coconut water because it might actually help with hydration if, if that's what they're going for if they're if they're serious about that but uh you know it, the same thing also is that apparently skim milk is the most relatively hydrating fluid around that they could find to study 
So. No, big, skim big, milk is fucking disgusting. Well, big W for milk drinkers. See, the thing is, the third ranked one was whole milk. And since you like 2%, which is right in between, I guess that would basically make it second ranked hydration drink. So good job. Well, how about yeah. whole milk or nothing? How about yeah. 2%? Big whole milk guy. If, I, if I'm fucking with dairy, right? It's full fat every time. Is is that right? Oh, right. God. I mean, I'm not I'm not doing skim or two percent milk. I'm not doing non-fat yogurt. That's retarded. You know, I'm gonna do full fat milk, full fat yogurt, full fat cheese, whatever else. Full fat. You know, that's the good shit. That's what you're. That's the whole point of having the dairy. Yeah, I feel like the um, I feel like the slop aspect of anything like that goes up exponentially when you start trying to do the low fat version. Right. I mean, it's just like it, it's it's a similar thing, like what I was ranting about with like uh, turkey burgers and shit the other day. It's like, OK, you save like max, maybe 50 calories on that little patty that you're substituting turkey instead of beef. And now your dinner fucking blows. That's just not a good trade off. And in my opinion, turkey's not even as satiating as beef because fat actually makes you full. So I don't know, like I don't get the low fat stuff. I know Tony does it for, for texture and taste or whatever, but for people who do it for health reasons, it's stupid. Oh no, I've I've never given a shit about the health differences. It's right purely a my experience. It's enhanced. Yeah. Well, anyway, so uh, all that aside, do you have any closing thoughts on the uh, the Prime experience? So at Walmart, Prime is two eighteen a bottle, which uh, I mean, I doubt I'll be buying it again just because that's kind of pricey for a drink. For me, at least, like I'm. I'm very content with just, you know, putting a 50 cent or a cheaper water fucking flavor enhancer thing, you know, the glass of water and going to town on that. Mm -hmm. So, but I mean, if I, if I was going to specifically buy a drink for like the hydration intent, mm -hmm. I wouldn't be opposed to getting prime again, but like, I don't particularly drink that kind of drink very often. So uh, yeah, I mean, if I actually needed it for hydration, I mean, it, it might sound dumb, but I think Pedialyte's actually probably the best drink on the market for that. So. Oh, I'm not um, fucking drinking Pedialyte. Well, what if I told y'all? What if I told y'all hmm. that Prime was available in the uh, water water enhancer? No, I've, I've seen the powder tubes. Yeah, but it's also like fucking eight bucks for six packets. Yeah, is is it the cheapest on the market? Absolutely not. No question no. about it. Also, I'm a I'm a big Hawaiian Punch uh, water enhancer packet flavor nice. guy, so. Interesting. Yeah, I haven't. Um, I have not tried the flavor enhancer, the powdered version. Um, the only thing I've got beyond y'all flavor wise that I have tried is the ice pop. Interesting. How is that? Um, it's it's good, but it's not my favorite. Mm. Like I would, yeah. I would put it kind of in that second. I would put it as an A tier. Like it is, it is tasty. It's good. I I like the tropical punch and the blue raz a little better, and I like the lemonade yeah. better than those two. Makes sense. I'll definitely say that I could, I could see lemonade being decent because I think that for like for Gatorade, even though I was just trashing it earlier, I do think it's as far as its flavors go for that. I always thought the uh, the citrus flavors were way better than the others. Like some people, some no, people like the, the red, red and blue ones. So see, some people like red. I'm not a big punch guy. And then some people like blue, but I feel like blue just tastes like the the, the generic blue. At least I know they have other blue varieties, but like this, the the most common blue variety of Gatorade just tastes like it. It just tastes like chemical slop. Um. Whereas the citrus ones at least taste kind of what they're like, what they're supposed to. But 
So I could see I could see the citrus varieties of prime being good. Um, yeah, maybe um, like a, a, at a convenience store, which is where I tend to find it up here. You're looking probably two ninety nine a bottle for the hydration drink, so it's not cheap. Yeah, but you're gonna pay about the same amount of money for a rain or a monster rehab or a zero ultra or anything like that. So it's kind of on par. Yeah. Well, yeah. Three dollars these days seems to be like kind of just like the general price point for a lot of drinks that aren't like I thought Any, it, anything yeah. more expensive than soda. I got like because soda will still sometimes be like the dollar dollar fifty, sometimes two dollars range. Um, yeah, and my purpose for trying this was a little kind of like what you said. Um, I don't tend to buy non-caffeinated drinks yeah. but at the same time i kind of felt like i was drinking a little too much soda even even zero yeah. sugar soda i was drinking just a little too much so i wanted an alternative and it fits the bill for that for me sure yeah i i do uh i i will say certain certain sparkling waters i'm a fan of uh like i've never been a big fan of some of the more common varieties uh like a lot of people what's, what's that italian one the san san uh san grigio or whatever the fuck Oh, but like San Pellegrino or whatever. Yeah, San Pellegrino. Like a lot of people like that. I don't care for that one typically. I'll I'll say the Topo Chico flavors are usually pretty good. Um, they might be a little bit more pricey, but those are those are usually pretty good for uh, a caffeine free, you know, water drink that's lightly flavored or whatever. Um, I've seen Pellegrino is like a meme drink. Like the, I I think the people who drink that stuff and say that they like it are lying. I yeah I don't think Pellegrino is very good. I usually don't enjoy it much. Um. But the Topo Chico, I've had the, I've had like the, what, like the lemon lime or whatever, and like the grapefruit Topo Chico. I prefer the lemon lime, but the grapefruit still wasn't bad. Um, but I just find those, that's just, a, it's just a little bit better tasting uh, than the uh, the other alternatives on the market. But yeah, I'm not a big sparkling water guy either. My mom was, so I, I've tried enough of it to know some a little bit about the, uh, the state of the sparkling water market or whatever. Uh, yeah. But, I, yeah. accidentally, I accidentally bought the sparkling water version of Liquid Death one time. Mm. I, I, I thought I was buying the regular flat water, which I actually really like their uh, their Mountain Spring water. I've it, never again, tried. Uh, I've never tried their any of their products. So it I is see. pricey as hell. Whoever so they have, the they, have, they have flat water, and is it literally just like a mineral water? <laughs> it's like it's like a like a high quality mineral water no, or it, something. No, it's no, it's not mineral water. Unless you specifically get mineral water, the default is spring water. Interesting. So it's just generic water then. Correct. And I absolutely despise mineral mineral water. I can't stand it. Well, you know, what I mean, just but it, it's water without anything too fancy going on. <laughs> yeah, it's whoever thought of the idea of going to a, a spring and canning that shit and selling it for five dollars a can or whatever the fuck is a genius. Well, see, that's a brand that's put all that's like, they've they've blown their entire load on branding, and it's such an odd bit of branding because it seems like it would be like a like a monster style like bro energy drink and it's just fucking water <laughs> like it's it's so strange yeah it's, it's i tell you what though it is good for uh when we when we do a little trolling and we drink some liquid death at work and everybody thinks you're drinking a miller light it's really fun for that <laughs> oh yeah interesting any uh any hydration thoughts taste been quiet over there it's unusual Maybe taste I mean, I water. certainly feel hydrated, but I don't know that I felt dehydrated going into this. So I, I, I might have felt a little dehydrated because of that pizza. But no, well, I know at least between the one of you, one of y'all is thirsty. So shit, you're right. Shit, 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 shit. 
So here's here's my my one weird hack for drinking water and enjoying it. Uh, just make it really cold and like add ice, and that always makes me like it more. I just like water. It's not I just, hard to enjoy. I don't. I, I, don't, I think I, don't get I think need to enjoy water like it's as good as is. It's it's just easier for me to drink a lot of it if it's really really cold. Yeah, I'm, I'm the opposite. If, if I'm gonna slam it, it's room temperature all the way. Fucking Chinese bullshit! You want your hot water? That's the only way you drink it. No, no, not hot. Like room temp or light. If, if it's chilled. room temp, it's hot water. Well, I keep my room like no higher than seventy. So that's that's warm. Seventy water shot. Yeah. Well, if you if you trust doctors and scientists, which you should, but if you did, they claim that room temperature water absorbs into your body faster, so it actually does a better job of hydrating you from a technical well, standpoint. Well, I would also generally agree. Like, if I had to just down a ton of water, room temperature is easier. Well, it's, it's easy to chug. It's easier to chug, right? Because of the fact that you're not dealing with your whole fucking like throat getting frozen or whatever you know from it. But uh, that, that feeling though, when you've been out like working outside or playing outside or whatever, and yeah. you come inside and you got an ice, and I mean ice cold glass of water, and you drink it and you can feel it filtering out throughout, like all the way to your fingertips. That is a great feeling. Yeah, no, that is for sure. Uh, and you know, sim similar things like, for example, unsweetened tea can like produce kind of that effect too, just because it's, it's a watery enough drink, right? Okay, well, like... well, now you're going too far. Yeah. Oh, because you're a sweet yeah, tea only type. You're you're talking about unsweet tea and a well, look, I'll I'll tell you what. I definitely prefer sweet tea myself. Although I definitely prefer it very lightly sweetened. I don't like it over the top sweet. Uh, I, it's, I so, it's a like similar it, thing. It's a similar thing like to like sweet tea you've had though is the is their definition of sweet tea is adding the sugar after it's already been brewed. So, so you're talking about like the stuff where it's brewed with the sugar in the whole time, right? Yeah, like not. I mean, the, I've, I've the made definition of sweet tea. I've made Lipton that way myself. So, like, I don't know. I mean, have you, it's have fine. you ever have you ever brewed the tea? Oh, the sun tea or... using sunlight. Yeah, I've had sun tea. Sun tea's sun tea's good stuff. Oh, I mean, it's good. I'm just saying, but like for me, still, regardless of the brew method, like there's a point where it's just too sweet, and it's like a similar effect to what we were describing with the electrolytes in these drinks where sugar is a similar thing whereas it gets dissolved into the water it like it makes it seem heavier you know like and, and with sugar it's more apparent because it becomes literally more syrupy as it goes but well and you have uh, to be careful too because the uh once the uh, fast food slop restaurant started serving sweet tea that's high fructose corn syrup right well and that, yeah that's not nearly as good but uh and that should and that should never or, be allowed that's absolutely haram it will be banned in the next era yeah, for sure. Um, I will say, I, I mean, knowing that, though, I, I did try Bojangles Sweet Tea when I went just out of curiosity because I was like, oh, that's they advertise that a lot. And uh, I haven't had sweet tea in a while. It's funny because people hyped that up as being like oversweet. And the one I got was like it tasted like almost like just barely above unsweet tea in terms of its sweetness level, which I didn't mind. I Especially do not like Bojangles Sweet Tea. Yeah. I'm a, uh, if, if, as far as fast food restaurants go, um, just right off the top of my head, Sonic has a good sweet tea. Mm. Uh, Zaxby's has a good sweet tea. Interesting. Wendy's has a good sweet tea. Interesting. I didn't know they even serve sweet tea there. Um, yeah, That's I mean, it for me. in most cases, I just wouldn't get sweet tea or like tea in general out of fast food plate. Like, usually I just get the diet, the uh, diet Dr. Pepper or the diet Coke, usually. But Oh, yeah. Big, big dieting guy. I just I just like diet soda. Mm. 
like I'm acclimated to it enough that I don't really even like think it's a downgrade from the non diet stuff. So yeah, I tend not for the uh, the zero sugar over the diet. I feel like the flavor is truer to the original. Yeah, same. Well, I mean, for Coke, yeah, I have heard that. Uh, but since I'm mostly a Dr. Pepper guy anyways, it's like... Oh, oh, big Dr. Pepper Zero guy. Yeah. I, um, I told you, too, about the uh, the Dr. Pepper Cream Soda Zero Sugar. I think you mentioned it, yeah. I snagged a 12-pack of that the other day. I, I've probably Top. tried it before, to be honest, because uh, I've tried a lot of their flavors in the past. But I think now is because because Diet Pe- or all sodas, not just Dr. Pepper, but uh, all sodas are kind of over-the-top expensive these days. That's where I got into the uh, the whole Diet Dr. Thunder, you know, uh, uh, crew, you know. It's kind of a secret society, really, people who enjoy Diet Dr. Thunder. Very, very uh, deep cut, you know. People don't really know about it, but Dr. Thunder, I'll tell you what, it's about as good as the real thing and maybe better, just in a different way. I'm hearing rumors that Prude has diabetes. Yeah? Yeah. I can't reveal my source. Really? But it's Colonel J. Well, like I was saying, I only drink sugar-free varieties, so it doesn't really have any effect on blood sugar. He's talking about, he, and then he said uh, you only get soda from gas station fountains. Man, I'm going to tell you, loves his loves is notoriously bad about really? their, their sodas being like hell watered down. You know, I hear a lot of horror stories, not just about the quality control in terms of like... Uh, syrup water balance you know because that's right. always a big issue and that's actually one thing that mcdonald's does ex- especially well is they have like their custom fucking coke blender whatever mm-hmm. and so when you get a good when you get them on a good day their soda is one of the better in fast food but uh big uh big coca-cola freestyle machine guy oh yeah see i always find that like something about those tastes off to me but i don't know do you add the flavoring not always See, that's where you go for the cherry and the vanilla. You mix that. If the well, sure. I mean, I, I know it's off, an option, but no, I mean, if, if the flavoring of the base soda seems off, add a little cherry and vanilla. And it could that's true. Right. I guess you could make up for like anemic, like syrup content or something. But yeah, the uh, the Taco Bell next door to where I work is infamous for this, where the they've got the fountain, right? And they've got the Mountain Dew. They've got the Mountain Dew Zero, which is what I would usually go for. Yeah, base. But it's just never right. I feel like I have a problem with with Taco Bell specifically. I feel like more so than any fast food restaurant, they have a tendency to give me soda that like is almost like kind of almost already flat. It's weird. Like I just they have real quality control issues with their fucking soda dispensers. But the one I was going to get at earlier was also on top of those types of quality control issues. I hear a lot of horror stories about poorly cleaned systems and stuff, you know, because the, the hoses and and all that that they use to deliver the syrup and stuff like over time can get pretty gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like it's like McDonald's with the McFlurry machine. Well, so, like, yeah, yeah. Soft serve machines are apparently a major source of listeria because uh, uh, they get pretty gross too, and they're a bitch to clean. Well, and, and, you, and you get the whole you know McDonald's worker making seven eight dollars an hour, and their and their attitude is you know I don't get paid to clean this, right? So just don't die. just don't get listeria. Yeah. You could just not get listeria. Yeah, just yeah. don't get well, listeria. No, I, I've never gotten sick from it. I think it's mostly an issue for pregnant women, which, you know, not my problem. But mm-hmm. Fucking hate pregnant women. Yeah, honestly. I'm actually a big fan. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, is that because you're a pregnant woman? Hmm? I'm not saying that temporarily pregnant women are a big source of the nation's problems, but... 
Hmm. Well, not for not for long, because their main desire is to no longer be pregnant. Whoa, 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 what did he mean by this? What did he mean by this? Well, I, uh, clearly I meant that they meant that I want to have the kid as soon as possible. That's clearly what I meant. Yeah. I would really insinuate that women hold the right to kill their unborn children as sacrosanct. I would never say that. Huh. I would. I think a reasonable way for them to opt out of pregnancy is to just be given the option to be killed themselves. Mm, true. Huh. Medically speaking, like it's a consensual uh, medical procedure. I'm talking about euthanasia. Look, big, big uh, death of dignity people here in, in on the beef stream. So I'm not big, big Kevorkian guy. Yeah. No. For for me, it's if, if, listen. If you want to go out. You got to go out like on a battlefield or something, man. Right. Yeah, with your shielder on it. Right. Exactly. Well, see, but in that context, I can't really talk about how I'm going to go out here on this stream. So, is is that right? Kidney cancer. You know, uh, what type of cancer? Kidney cancer. Kidney cancer. Really? You mm -hmm. think kidneys? Kidneys my biggest problem. Mm -hmm. Of all of all the cancers that I can calling get. you now. Interesting. Okay. You know, speaking of glowberry, I was going for a glowier answer than that, but it's okay. I don't even know what that means. What did he mean by that? Well, we may never we may never know. We may never know. Because it's no, you, it's you, YouTube will never know that. It's sure. cryptic. It's cryptic is what it is. And you know, that's just part of that's just part of the prude lore. You right. know? But I tell you what, speaking of lore, okay. Well, did y'all did y'all see BlizzCon? I uh, some say I watched it live. Yep. I, I did not, but y'all, uh, we we did catch up a little bit after the stream, or was it during the stream yesterday about the uh, the highlights of the. It, it, it was it was after, and we're we're gonna we're gonna dive into it. I, which, my, my need to know more is intensifying, as they would say. Well, I'm glad you need to know more because I've got more for you here. So that's excellent. That's All exactly right, BlizzCon. 2023 back finally which i i'd kind of forgotten i'd forgotten that it was gone and not in person because of dgbbf um mm. if you know you know so listen we started this off and it was a turd we started off with overwatch and there's like a collab with like some k-pop girly band literally could not care less i heard there was a little doom ring <laughs> happening throughout this well, okay, yes. So we well, did from from him. Yes, we did. We did stream this. We watched this live here on the channel. Uh, it was a good time. We had a great time. Uh, but yeah, I did say. I said, oh, I don't think there's even going to be an expansion announcement. I think Blizzard's yeah, done. I, I really don't know where you got that from. When it was very fucking clear there was an expansion announcement. It's called like, con it's called content. It's called content. It's not. Okay. Oh, it so it's it's kayfabe. It was kayfabe, right? It's called, like, it's called it's called getting fucking like mind dicked by fucking ADL or some shit. Okay, A it was V. <laughs> B it's called kayfabe and content. You wouldn't understand. You wouldn't get it. So V is is basically the same. You know, never turn a work into a shoot. That's what I hear. Which sounds like he's working himself into a shoot. So isn't that's pretty on brand for ADL? No, I'm talking about Tony. Same person, really. I'm still right. Ooh. I mean, Ooh. Anyway, yeah, moving I on. So. I have good takes on that. So we had we had a little D4 talk. Uh, we're getting an expansion next December, November or something. 
brand new class, never before seen, exclusive. What do you think it's going to be? It's going to be a jungle paladin. I think it's going to be a jungle paladin. I don't know what the hell that means. So. Didn't we already have that in D2? We... No, no, it's, it's a different. It's like a machete guy. I think we're going to get the crocodile Dundee as a class. So I'm a, I'm a little... Uh... Okay. I meant to propose this, but I figured tonight would be the better night. Do we put D four on the uh, the beefy awards for disappointment of the year? D four disappointing for me. Does it deserve a nomination? I yeah, Tony's actually big on it now. So, well, actually, you know what? That's a good point. But we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk beefies later. We'll talk about that can later. It, can it be redeemed? I guess is my question. We'll talk. We'll talk about that later. It already has been. It's not on there right now, but we will talk about that in a little bit. Mm. All right, debate. So. Uh, yeah, a little D4 looking good. Uh, you know, I never actually finished D4, but it is what it is. We get into, we get into Warcraft finally. We talk a little, uh, Hearthstone. Devin, how you feeling about the new Hearthstone news? It's fun. I mean, the expansion's coming out in, well, like, a week or something. It's gonna be fun. It'll be a little, uh, it's a little Wild West, uh, you know, digging for treasure and, uh, hijacking trains type action. It'll, it'll be fun. It'll be a fun little, little rowdy boy expansion. Okay. Heard a little rumble. I think we've all tried out rumble so far. Have you guys actually tried it out? Because I played I played like two hours of it and it was okay. I yeah. played the first level. Yeah, I played I played a little bit of it. It's it's a good game. It's well made. It is fun. It's just not for me. It's not my kind of game. Well you're not really you're not really a strategy gamer. Oh no, I'm I'm very much a make shit up as I go along gamer, so Yeah, you're not you're not really a strategy gamer, which you know is, is somewhat telling. We're gonna no no we're gonna we're gonna debunk that later. <laughs> is it telling? Is it somewhat telling? It's is somewhat it, telling? Is it because it's? I feel like it's the stuff that's been known about me for a long long time. I, I think I'm gonna debunk this, but it's gonna wait. Yeah. We'll do that later. Okay. All right. So then we get into the uh, the nuts and bolts of the uh, of the announcement, and we get the man, the myth, the legend, Chris Metzen back. Man, felt good, didn't it? It felt right. No. Felt right seeing him back out there. He he seemed happier to be out there than we were to see him out there, honestly. Which I can understand. I mean, you know, yeah. if if you had if you had like this child, right, and you'd seen this child like severely fucked up and you had to come back and fix it. Uh the child, of course, being the lore here, so okay. he comes back, he starts talking all this stuff, and it's like, oh, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this. We're gonna be real ambitious. To which I jokingly said, they're not going to launch one expansion. They're going to launch three. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Yep. He gets up there and he says, we're not launching one expansion. We're launching three. And I went, okay, well, that was weird how I did that again. We got the war within. We got midnight. And then we got the last Titan as part of the world soul saga, which is, it says here, they're looking to wrap up before 2030. Going to get expansions a little bit quicker. Uh, War Within, we're going to go down into the heart of Azeroth. Showed off a lot of that. We're going to get it a uh, Azjul Nerub type zone. Nerubians are making a comeback. We get a, for some reason, the Arathi are now underground. Which, that's crazy lore. I can't wait to see it's, how that happens. Uh, the Arathi Hollow Earth theory. Yeah, based, honestly. Um, that's going to be very interesting. Uh, then, then there's like uh, some dwarf stuff, which I'm not big into like the earth and thing. I know a lot of people are bitching about this. There's a lot of other allied races that you could have added other than yet another dwarf. It, yeah. Palette swap dwarves. It's just yeah. a little boring, but yeah. 
It was, it was, but... Yeah, but Counterpoint, it's pretty based, because I bet most of those people bitching wanted, like, a fucking furry race. That's sure. fair, yeah, at this point. Well, actually, I've seen a lot of people want the uh, Sethic as an allied race, so even worse, Scalies. Which is, I mean... Effectively, a, a, just a branch yeah. of furry. Yeah, Scalies is... Were, were the furries not appeased with the... What was it, the Volpera or whatever they were? Oh, yeah, no, they weren't. They weren't compared they, they they to the Barons. They want to... Uh, no, uh, you keep I don't adding, know what they want. You keep making these concessions, and they want more and more specific fucking animals added. For I'm pretty sure they bas- they basically just want like the fucking char. God, I, I hate the char. Start on that. Yeah. Do not get me started on the char. The char are peak furry fucker. Don't oh, get me God, started on the char, both in game and out of game. Yep. Well, anyways, hashtag, uh, hashtag never forget the searing. Yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. That's, that's atrocity. Damn. Never forget. Total char so, death. Yeah, total so the thing is, uh, I'm hoping that in return for the dwarves basically having a variant that's now cross faction, I'm hoping that like one of the cooler horde races get a variant that's also cross faction later on or something to make it kind of even. Well, technically, Blood Elves already got one. I could see, right, it. but that, I that could was see already. Them, uh-huh. I could see them doing that with uh, Undead, with like the newer Undead under like Cali that would be, or whatever. That would be yeah. cool because because hot Undead are way better than the shitty old ones. So, hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah. Kay- no, for yeah. example, Kalia Mog Sylvanas. So, well, based. I'm not taking that bait, but yeah, no. This uh, War Within War Within's the first one. Guy. Oh yeah, War Within's the first one coming up. It's uh, next fall, I think they said they said. So, I mean, that's not too terribly far away, to be quite honest. Under a year. So that's that's definitely a big uh, big turnaround. So the big thing we were talking about is, like, this is it, right? Like, this, this is it. Well, yeah, we were saying that basically, like, with the stakes now so obviously high and pretty much on the nose of what they're planning to do, like, you know, the general outline, at least. Like, we know it's going to be, like, kind of like an intro X-Pack, another kind of old gaudy X-Pack, and then a big Titan payoff X-Pack. It's like, if it, those are the stakes. Like, there's nowhere to go from there that I don't think doesn't at least necessitate a whole new game, right? So... Yeah, I will add to that, like, during the whole lead-up to the announcement and whatnot, it very much, like, the energy was there that they were about to announce WoW 2, so I mm-hmm. feel like this... This has to lead. Into and and even even yeah. this quote right here where they said the world soul saga will not be the end of world world of Warcraft. They will continue to expand behind the story uh, like yeah. that's I don't think that's what anyone thought that they were just going to end it. And that doesn't say like, of course, it's not the end of world Warcraft because there will be a world Warcraft, too. Well, and they kept saying that one line about like a plan for the next 20 or 30 years or 30. The fuck. They so, specifically yeah, so. kept saying 30. So, so that's what I'm saying. So whatever. It's like so. Which is about as long as Warcraft as a series has, has existed so far, right? So, I mean, I don't know if Warcraft one wasn't. No, oh, here was actually here was actually some. Uh, here was actually some lore about it. So the Arathi splintered from the old Arathi, and they like re- they all received received a vision. So they like went out in search of it. So that's, that explains. Yeah, that actually, that's super based. I mean, that's how the Hollow Earth stuff works for real humans, so. Prior of the secret flame dungeon looks like a cathedral. Oh, bro, let's Scarlet Monastery Part Two. Let's go. Well, that's, that's why there's that one big boss yeah. guy that looked like a fucking paladin or whatever. Let's so go, dude. Cool. Let's go. Yeah, the, the crystal shining at the top of Hairfall is not the tip of the sword. We did think that at first, but 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, just, at, at yeah, a, it would have been yeah. pretty fucking cool if it was, to be honest. But mm -hmm. but also like the day night cycle or whatever from the crystal is kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. So uh, in terms of speculating about the end of WoW too, so uh, we, we were saying. Yeah, the line about the next 30 years or whatever. Also, like, my, my particular theory was now that's clear that they're just going to keep moving Classic forward through every expansion periodically, you know? Like, uh -huh. they're going to keep... Eventually, every every expansion ever released will have a Classic version available, and then you can just choose your favorite expansion and go play that. So they're, they're going to get return on investment on all the previous expansions, even if they move on to an entirely right. new game on an entirely new engine that's distinct and separate. Right. So it's like, the you know... There's always going to be what classic Andes or whatever you guys keep saying, who uh, who who'll show up and play those, and they'll get the return on investment from people who will just like randomly nostalgia nostalgia friend for a random expansion every so often. So, mm -hmm. man, uh, give, me classic, give me classic garrisons, classic wad garrisons. Yeah, yeah. you just, just want to sit in your garrison all day. Oh, base, super base, yeah, super base. Bar garrisons went so hard. I do want to, I do want to laugh one more time that. A classic Andes literally popped for a classic Cataclysm, like one of the <laughs> yeah. most one of the most despised expansions of all time that I've had to hear for literally twelve years. How bad it was, how much it sucked, how terrible it was. It killed WoW, and then he comes out there and goes, "We're doing Cataclysm Classic!" Yay! Shut the fuck up! Yeah, not classicism. Well, then, I mean, so the whole, okay, we're going to keep getting every new expan every expansion as classic eventually. That's kind of expected at this point, not really that exciting for anybody. But there is more important classic news that came out, which uh, I don't know if somebody more invested wants to go over that. That feels but... like a Tony thing. All right. So they announced, so WoW Classic has been doing like these seasons. Their previous one was Season of Mastery. I don't really know what the gimmick in that was, but, but I assume it was kind of gay because I didn't really care. So this new one is Season of Discovery, where the initial gimmick is that they're doing level caps that are lower than normal. So the first level cap will be 25. And of course, because in your traditional classic, like who the fuck wants to be at level 25? It's not really any content to do. They're going back and reworking Black Fathom Deaths into a new 10-man raid. Which, which cool. and don't quote me on this, but I feel like BFD was originally considered to be it was going to originally be a raid back in the day and actually It'll, hold on while, yeah. while you're talking let me let me go literally fact check this because I'll continue please yeah I have no idea but I'll believe you about that I'm gonna need a source for that claim but right and then the other gimmick is there's going to be runes that you can engrave in your gear that give you skills some are experimental skills that they wanted to like give a class a new role. For example, a tank warlock or healer mage skills that enable you to do that role. Or they're importing like some of the quote unquote best hit skills throughout the years of WoW and giving like a classic spin on them. So for, I think like for example was like Ret Paladin will be an actual playable class in classic WoW instead of just like a auto attacking meme. So we're gonna yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna uh, talk about it. We're gonna well. talk about it. This is a ripoff of OSR leak, right? Oh yeah, it's yeah. not. It is. <clears throat> I, I, I got to say, better, well, it's it, it's different from leagues, and I'll say why. Instead of retconning the lore of the game, you're retconning the class mechanics. 
Hmm. Okay. I'm That's fair. For, I'm for this. I like the sound. I'm for it as I well. Would... And I did. I initially crapped on it, but I probably will play it. It is overlapping with OSRS leagues, so I mean, I probably won't be hot and heavy on it. How long? Right, is but this... the nice thing about how long so does it last? It, it it's gonna last a while because they will be steadily increasing the level cap, like going up presumably all the way up to 60 um, at some yeah, point. I'm actually, well, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Four level bands planned for Season of Mastery, 25, 40, 50, and 60. And it, as the bands go up, the previous band will have an XP boost. Right. So, like, it sounds like they want it to be reasonably fast to get up to the level cap for each band. And I want to say they were considering month, maybe month and a few weeks for each band and, like, total time. It's like, it'll last a while. I think minimum four to five months will be the duration it's, of it's kind of fun because each thing. level band then like kind of produces its own little mini league of sorts so it's kind of Which is, and that's fine right, because and, leagues only last two months so right and there's like new uh new items obviously to go along with the new raids and whatnot and they also tease that they'll be uh implementing nomaragon uh scarlet monastery and cares and crypts as content in class which is very cool because that's the thing that we've yeah. been talking about for a while we were talking about it's like oh we won't uh you know we want a classic plus this is essentially classic plus ish right this is i think this is their trial run for what eventually will be the full-on classic plus which is pretty big I, I think it'd be really cool if, if through this kind of seasonal system they develop like a stable of mechanics and like new content that they, they could like remix and phase in and out for different leagues, so to speak, you know, and kind of continue to expand what's what's possible within the scope of what they're doing and kind of, uh, you know, like I, I think a big problem with WoW has always been a lack of evergreen content. So if they can make it like make an incentive to keep restarting in their implementation of Classic Plus and then be able to reuse certain elements, but kind of make it novel by introducing new mechanics or ways to experience it, that really helps prolong the uh the lifespan of whatever they develop for it well unfortunately for you they don't need to prolong the lifespan because it's classic wow players are mentally ill and there's literally like two million of them well sure sure but i'm yeah. just saying if to keep people from getting tired of it eventually they don't know, it's, they it's, literally it's, don't they've they literally been playing the same game for 20 fucking years yeah they because don't get that tired is, so so classic had like a similar lead up that orsrs had right that there was this big undercurrent of players probably okay in 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 osrs's case probably bigger than the actual player base in wow's case probably not but the people that it brought back was of course um unlike runescape which well no it actually surpassed the old one too but not the point but the point is there was a non-negligible amount of people who have the entire time since i guess pick your poison cataclysm mop whatever have literally been playing on private servers this whole time yeah. much like the osrs people so when they announced classic the classic andes came back and were like oh yeah so nothing has changed for them at all he's com he's completely right like these people are like mentally ill like osrs is one thing yeah. right because there's a lot of different ways to play it tim tim can tell you it's like there's there's so many different like you could do you know just within the game itself like built in there's there's regular there's mains there's iron man there's group iron man there's ultimate iron man there's hardcore iron man then there's like different builds you can do you know uh 
one defense pures. You can do level three scalers. You can do all this. No. Then there's metagame shit to it. You can do a chunk, uh, extreme one chunk extreme player. You can do a tile-based thing. You can do a zone-locked thing. There's so many different things to do, and considering how long grinds are, it's like, whatever. But WoW, it's literally, and I don't want to do the uh, ADL thing here, but he is kind of right, where it's horizontal progression, right? So you just level to 60, and you do Molten Core, and that's, uh, that's it. Yep. So. Yeah, well, I was going to say, to me, the thing that base. makes the most interesting sounding part of runescape is the leagues and then that's what i'm saying i guess so maybe maybe the real hardcore classic andes or whatever will just take their fucking like unchanging slot forever and enjoy it but for people like us this system this new system sounds really cool in comparison for normal human beings yes this is a good this yeah. is good i look i i will play it I will play it because I do want to parlay this into like generating interest in retail for the for the for the community. Yeah, I know uh, Bears a little excited about that. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, I cannot find in this book about the dungeons. So, reading books. Yeah. Well, uh, oh, whoops. Did I, just, did I just reveal that I know how to read? Damn it. Yeah, it's, uh, you really fucked up. It was on all To be fair, I am actually looking for a picture. <laughs> um, Very based. Uh, oh, no, okay. I guess it, I guess it was going to be... I guess it was just going to be a, uh, a dungeon the whole time. Because I think the... Um, yeah, the, the dungeons are, are uh, labeled with an L. Uh, and the raids are an M. Oh, well, man, I forgot, this. I forgot Dire Mall was going to be in, like... Fucking, where's this? Hillsbrad. It's going to be in Hillsbrad huh. Foothills originally. That's, That's crazy. I could, probably um, just, I could probably just Google this, but where would the fun that have been? I will say uh, Black Fathom always did have kind of like a heavy lore implication for its relative level and in, in the experience of like bringing up your character, you know, being that had the uh, I mean, did the original did the original Black Fathoms have the explicit old God thing going yes. on or OK, so, yeah, I mean, that that's always been kind of like bigger dick than other low level dungeons in terms of the scope of what you're encountering. Well, that's but. what I kind of liked about about a lot of the old dungeons back in the day. Yeah. Um. That's funny. I just, uh, I, I really, really like the idea that they can change the game without changing the lore by right. increasing the ways that you can attack each class in particular. Technically, OS Res hasn't changed the lore either. And I mean, well, true. Over and and to, to Tevin's point, leagues changes how you can approach how you would play each each build for your for your character. It doesn't change the lore whatsoever. But it definitely changes like things that you ordinarily like in the real game couldn't really do effectively to take on certain encounters. Right. Now become effective because of the relic system. Yeah. I like the idea of a tank warlock. That things like that excite me. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Tank, some, some of the confirmed new roles are tank warlock, uh tank rogue, and heal mage. 
Uh, I, I don't remember the others off the top of my head, but I think I think a lot of classes already had. There was some cool. There was some cool classes. shit. Tank, uh, yeah. tank Rogue is not an unheard of thing either. There was definitely a game I played a Tank Rogue. It's like like an, like an evasion yeah, right. tank. Well, like, actually, rare, probably. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, there was certain bosses back in the day that rogues could do. Uh, Mother Shiraz one in Black Temple, predominantly because that was like a that was based a um, based most on shadow damage. So she actually didn't do that much damage herself. Oh, you know what I was thinking? I was thinking Wild Legion. Uh, Demon Hunter tank was pretty much an evasion tank. Yeah, I mean, monks have always kind of had that flavor too, even though they have a different tanking mechanic in the uh, stumble or whatever the fuck. Um, Sagger is what it's called. But like yeah. their flavor has always been like, oh, I'm like, a, I'm a nimble little guy dancing around you. Yeah, I definitely leveled my first Demon Hunter as a uh, as a tank. And it was a lot of fun. I, it was engaging playing the class. Here's uh -huh. the thing. Tanks are kind of gay, so. Mm. Well, I don't like L. classic tank mechanics. I agree with you 100% there. L. Big L. No, being, I mean, anyone who plays a tank is kind of best. a suck of the role group. Being no, being a tank is by far the most Chad role in the entire like MMO. Easily, uh, L tank, Yeah, because I mean, you're leading the charge. You basically dictate the pace of everything. So, and the cuck DPS always has to like basically blow you because if you leave, they have to wait 20 minutes in queue for another tank. So that's always great. The nice thing about Tank Demon Hunter, though, was you could you could easily make up for a shitty healer yeah. in, in dungeon content. Oh, yeah. A lot of classic tanks, you really kind of can't. Now, the they fix Warrior to where it could. The flip side, though, is as a evasion slash self-heal tank, uh, I hear that they've always been kind of annoying to heal as a healer in harder content, which kind of tracks with also hating healing Death Knights for similar reasons, but... Now, if we're talking, if we're talking weird combinations of classes, let's do double back to actual retail WoW and the announcement of what did they call these? Not hero classes, but I'm just calling them subclasses. Uh, hero, they're yeah. they're hero talent trees. Hero talent trees, um, where essentially it's like you know it's a mishmash of so for instance like what's Templar Ret and protection? Yeah. Yeah, so it's a mishmash of Rhett and then Protection, but it's called a Templar, and it has the best of both those, and it's uh, it's pretty cool. Um, I know they're they're adding one, actually, weirdly enough for me, because Hunter Main, big guy. BM for a long time. Finally going to move away because Dark Ranger, which I have talked about for literally years. Well, actually, I've talked about Shadow Hunter, but Shadow Hunter and Dark Ranger, close enough. Um, are going to be marks and survival. So that's fine. That's finally going to shake me from my BM roots. When does this, uh, when does this show get on the road officially? When's it supposed to kick off? Uh, the classic wow or the retail stuff? The, uh, the season stuff. November 20th. That is November 30th. November 30th. 30th. I thought it was 20th. No, 30th. So, so what we're talking about now will be in retail. Um, it's gonna the be hybrid class is a retail thing, just so I'm clear. Well, so so like the, the thing that you were excited about. There's, was like the, there's no the, actual hybrid class shit. Yeah, it the, seems like it's more just like uh, shit you find that plugs into your class for the classic well, thing. So specifically the, the new role stuff, like the Warlock tank, that is that is the classic stuff. The hero talent trees, is it, it's not really a hybrid class thing. It's just kind of 
themed it, talents. F- f- yeah, it, it seems like basically like a new talent tree that adds on to your existing one or something. It's not going to change what your character is called. You're not going to go from being called a no. paladin to being called a Templar. No. But I think it should. No. I think it should. I, I think, I think flavor-wise, like, though, it is kind of a subclass system. It's just... I, think I, the, I don't know why it doesn't. A, the only actual example of like a line of talents they've given is like the one of the druid ones like is focused entirely around trance and will, like enhance those and make those like one of your main skills versus kind of like a little bitch cooldown that taunts off aggro of mobs right that's still cool that you have some ways to kind of fine-tune maybe a couple skills in your kit or something you know like may, right. you know still adds variance and nuance because i mean so that's kind of i mean it's kind of like the same thing that's, like, that's been really fun in guild wars lately is like the ability to more deeply customize your character and kind of differentiate it and experiment with like kind of fun little variations and stuff like that's that's I mean in an RPG that's kind of an important system so I mean at the end of the day in retail it's just new talent trees that are somewhat shared between specs yeah the big the biggest thing is going to be to make something to make something yourself that's good but hopefully it's not like every other meta game they've built where there was really only one way to play it I mean that's talent trees in general I mean, I will say that WoW specifically really kind of incentivizes playing the meta. Like, to like, just something about the game is just more exacting, right? In terms of what it expects from you, because uh, the content that you, that you would actually care about your build for, anyways, is challenging enough that you kind of need to be running a meta build, like you know, high mythics or whatever. Yeah, um, it kind of goes back to that whole like WoW is not for casual gamers anymore, right? Mentality. Well, and, you know, to go to the Guild Wars uh, comparison, too, like, I can play a pretty trash build in Guild Wars that I just personally enjoy, and the content's all easy enough that, like, it doesn't really matter in most cases, barring, like, a few exceptions. So, like, it just depends on what the game's going for in terms of its audience, too. So. And that was kind of the thing about Guild Wars that I actually liked when I was playing that, was the biggest problem that you had with uh, scaling in particular in so many of these, and especially, like, when WoW introduced it, is you actually, you kind of hated the level. Hmm. Uh. Because as soon as you leveled, you got weaker. Yeah. Whereas in Guild Wars, when you level, you feel stronger. That's like a... There's like a, a term for that. Well, I guess it'd be relative difficulty, right? Well, it's like the, the Red Queen's race like the idea it's, it's like an evolutionary evolutionarily by bi- uh biology thing but uh oh. like the idea that like when like so I, I guess in this case leveling up right like in order to stay competitive then you're gonna need more stats to offset the fact that your stats have been devalu- devalued like it's the idea that you have to keep uh moving moving forward to retain your relative positioning in terms of power level or whatever so um, not important. I was just trying to remember what the term was. It was the Red Queen's hypothesis. Uh, but yeah, I mean, definitely. I, I just think like something about the way that WoW's like overall balancing has been handled definitely makes it feel like you have less leeway to be creative with what what you play or whatever. Just fine. I mean, I'd I'd throw out the argument these days that. The only reason Guild Wars 2 is that way is because it's been power scaled so heavily that you can play shit builds. Because, like, back in the day when the content came out, like, 
30k DPS was very hard to do, and now yeah. you can just put together a shit build that does 30k DPS, and it doesn't matter. Well, like, that's, that's true. They've, they've kind of pretty heavily power scaled the game to the point where it doesn't matter, which obviously players have different opinions on whether that was a good thing or not. Well, that that's that is fair that there's been an element of power scaling, and to, to, in my opinion, it doesn't really matter. But, uh, but also the fact that like other types of gameplay are valued more, like competitive modes are. I, don't know, I feel like I like feel like PvP and WoW is basically a fucking meme. Um, like I know people play it, but well, yeah, like that, it's, it's not a it's not a game that has well designed PvP. So right, or 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 just the fact that like open world is also just a chore you do between instance combat or instance content and WoW. You know, like stuff like that. Like having feasible like meaty open world solo content like like guild wars does for example does also make it so you have more what's, incentive what's your meaty solo content in guild wars well i was like like metas are technically you know solo doable in the sense that like if you just load into a map you can tag on without having to put like in this context i'm saying solo in the sense that like for people who are just not very right but socially I, I would argue most of the solo the open world content in guild wars 2 is very very chore like well, I mean, maybe I, I would say that the game at least takes it seriously, though. You know, like it's it's a feasible thing to go and do for most of your playtime that doesn't have to build up to going into raids because the, the vertical progression of WoW necessitates that raids will always be the very best thing you could do for rewards. Yeah, which is based. Maybe, but I'm just saying that that's part of the problem with like why you can't experiment as much because there's in WoW, it's like you just get your your best in slot gear, your best in slot build, you know, and if it's good enough for raids, it's going to be good enough for all the little bit shit you have to do between the raids, you know, and you don't really have any cause to experiment or like vary the build in the sense of I'm going to do a different type of content now where balls to the wall DPS doesn't really matter. And like maybe my survival matters or something, you know, like there's not really a huge incentive to do that as much. So I don't know. I, I mean, know it's based. No, well, I'm not, I'm not making a judgment about whether it's good or bad. Obviously, plenty of people prefer how WoW handles it. I'm just saying that I, I hope the new system provides a little bit more latitude for experimenting with your build in a way that doesn't really too too strongly disadvantage you for choosing one option or, or another and instead of being able to go for more just what you think is cool flavor or whatever. Well, ha having played WoW for many, many, many years now, uh, it won't. Sure. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. Oh yeah. Also, sh shout out to Chaduin from the uh, the new model. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. We we didn't we didn't even talk about that. That was uh, pretty sweet. The uh, yeah. opening opening cinematic, I guess. For yeah. uh, whatever. Pretty cool. We all we all kind of we all kind of called it. They were they were all staring at the sword, which the sword is going to be like the you know, the pinnacle that it's all kind of based around. Oh, and they're, they're in person at BlizzCon. They're obviously hyping up, hyping it up too because of the what sword thing or whatever. They had the actual display and then they had the t-shirts and shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What sword? What sword? I got, I got a sword uh, for you. Yeah, my, my, my meaty sword. What's, 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 what sword is that? It's, uh, it's my penis. Yeah, I don't think it is. Yeah, you're right. I lied. My bad. 
Yeah, it's going to grab a uh, lemonade prime hydration drink. Oh yeah, he's he's getting a little thirsty after hearing that. Get a little thirsty. How do we feel? How do we feel about Zalatad mommy coming back? Uh, I mean, I felt like it was kind of much like the sword story point. It was kind of inevitable. We did kind of just free her in BFA, and that that was the end of that storyline until now. So. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Big, uh, but also, I'm uh, I'm mad. I still can't own her in my weapons. So that is that is messed up. I will say there has been some speculation over that that her eyes kind of look like an eclipse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the next expansion is called Midnight, and it takes place in the uh, the Blood House area, right? Yeah, and, and that actually kind of makes a lot of sense, being that Illyria is being set up as like her her protagonist rival or whatever. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, I mean, yeah, makes sense. And, and, and I, I did that... I did see elsewhere they're talking about, it, and I, I I theorized this uh, when they announced it, but these uh, so Kalthos and then Oldwar are both going to kind of get facelifts because mm-hmm. Midnight's takes place in Kalthos, and then uh, uh, the Last next time. one. Last time, yeah, thank you. Takes a uh, place in in Old War. Now they are both going to have like their own zones as well. Right. In addition to the places so they belong. I thought, I thought they said. Uh, I thought they said like the whole of Northrend for the Last Titan. That's possible. I didn't. I didn't see that anywhere. I, I recall specifically from uh, their whole thing is they said. So I mean, it is based that they specifically Northrend. named Old War, which of course, as we know, is the greatest raid of. The entirety of wow so it's cool that that's going to get a big part of the final expansion where did i uh, what i did see oh i'm looking for what uh they were talking about and they said each yeah each each expansion is gonna have a it's you know it's all activities and zones so i don't i never saw anything about all of northrend though i just saw well they uh, they, they specifically said like chris besson specifically said it takes place in the old world version of Northrend or something along those lines. Like you very much did say Northrend. Well, well then, yeah, like, I mean, Old Wars is in Northrend, so. right? But he, like, he, you, you were kind of referencing mainly Old War. Like he said Northrend, and then Old War as an extra like location. To well, yeah, because that's where that's where it's gonna like pop off, and like it's gonna go from there. Yeah, I mean, it's because the Old War, uh, the old gods, the old gods are gonna return to Old War, and then yeah, I assume from there because there is a bunch of. Titan specifically um Storm Peaks, right? There's a bunch of Titan engines and stuff laying around. And yeah, even over how in... Kino would be if we get Old of R2 and it's just like a fucking old god boss gauntlet or something. That'd be that fun. would be pretty cool, honestly. Yeah. There's actually uh well no, I guess only Storm let's see, Storm Peaks and then Well Winter Spring and then uh not uh not Ungoro Crater, the other one. I forgot what I never I can't remember what it's called. The one that the mm. one that is on Goro Crater, but it's not called on Goro Crater. Oh, uh, Sholzar. Yeah, Sholzar. Yeah, they're all they're all filled with uh, Titan stuff. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, yeah. That's in fact, I could see those those maybe three. And in fact, it would be funny for them to like just redo Winter Spring because like nobody goes there and does that anymore. So, well, I will say it's funny like how there's been kind of like Titan facility creep where like I feel like every so yeah. often. In the lore, we've just gone like a whole new Titan facility. And it's like, yeah, this one handled some like major function that was previously totally ignored. <laughs> well, I tell you what, if we want to get into like a little speculation, right? Yeah. I read and saw some pictures. 
because it's been alluded oh, to a reading, lot of time. Huh? Damn it! Fuck! That's on me. Well, he, he that's was on using, me. He was using a uh, text to speech. That's right. That's right. Yeah, audible. Yeah, I, I was looking into some stuff. You know, speculations, right? And specifically, because we were talking about it, right? The so the logos, right? Of the three expansions, like Azeroth specifically, like every single time it looks more and more fucked up, right? Mm -hmm. But in the final one, it has like that weird like Titan ring around it. Yep. When was the last time we saw that Titan ring? Uh, it, it's actually a Halo ring from the hit game series Halo. Right. Featuring Master Chief. Halo. But it was used as like one of the stasis things for the primals. So here's the theory, right? All this shit about like the heart of Azeroth, Titan facilities, and everything—they're not—they're uh, not trying to hatch Azeroth. No, they're trying to imprison her. Yeah, yeah. And the sword of Sargeras wasn't meant to kill her. Yeah, it was free her. It was meant to set her free. Huh? Are, are you saying hashtag free my girl Azeroth? Free Azeroth. Hashtag free Azeroth. Yeah. So I like that theory a lot, to be quite honest. Well, yeah, there has been a lot of foreshadowing for a twist with the Titans, of course. So, which yeah. I think is a little, what I think that's a little lame, but it's a lot less lame than I think the way that the other writers were going to go with it, who are complete <laughs> yeah. and total hacks. So, right. Yeah, I mean, I think we are legitimately hyped for WoW. For the first time in a long time. I know we were hyped for Dragonflight, but we were we, our, our main hype for Dragonflight was, yay, it's not Shadowlands. <laughs> like, that was it. Like, but now, like, the future looks bright, honestly, with Chris well, Madison back at the wheel. I mean, it's always a combination. For the last several expansions, it's been, been a combination of, like, the the push to have act group activities in the game falling apart for one reason or another. Mm -hmm. And then. Just the fact that, like, I like the idea of playing WoW, and I just still enjoy the lore and stuff, but when I actually get in there and play it, I'm like, eh, whatever. Wait, what did you say about it falling apart one reason or the other? Uh, so, that, like, you know, our efforts to do group activities each time falls apart for one reason or another? No, it was always mm -hmm. the one reason. It was great. You mean our efforts or the player base at large? Well, no, I mean our efforts. Yeah, no, it, was, it, was, it wasn't, a, it was just, it was always one thing. It was Capri. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, just uh, non-hackers. Well, I mean, if we were all more invested ourselves, we could have picked up the slack. So. I don't think we. Well, I don't think we could have. It was Capri, because he's useless hey, and a piece of shit. I mean, I, feel, I mean, I certainly wasn't well, prepared to uh, lead those activities. So, sure, but when when you throw yourself out there as the person who's going to do it and then don't like, multiple times, you can't you can't really blame the guys who like potentially could have stepped up. Right. Just saying, uh, like, I mean, right. I know that if I really wanted to do it, I could have, you know, made an effort. But right, 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 right. But get this: total capri death. So, if you if you ain't a hitter, don't say you a hitter. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's that simple. It's that simple. Oh, so so maybe the classic quote: "Don't pull that thing out unless you plan to bang." Exactly. One hundred percent. Exactly. And he constantly pulled that thing out. Never ready to bang. That thing out. That thing out. Yeah. So, and you're saying he didn't plan to bang. He never planned to bank. Not once. Okay. So. Well, I tell you what, you know who did plan to bank? Huh. That wasn't a good segue. That wasn't a good segue at all. Because it was kind of the opposite. Yeah. Mau Mau. 
God, I would mating press Mau Mau. My God. Easily. All right. So we're talking about Apothecary Tigers here, a new anime this season. A woman about, anime. It's, it's not, not a woman anime. It's not a woman anime. It's, woman anime. You're a woman, woman anime. It's, it's like, you're a woman it's like anime. A Detective Conan with a Chinese void. Right. I hate China. I hate China. I hate China. So let's right, talk for a second. But it's about okay because she's cute. Shut, shut, shut the fuck up. So let's talk about this for a second, how depressing this anime is. Like, if we just think about it, like, if we just objectively think about it for a minute, right? All right. Every single character in this anime is either A, essentially a slave, B, a concubine, who is also essentially a slave, but also a baby factory slave, or C, a eunuch. Well, specifically for the What a depressing fucking anime. Yeah, for, for the rear palace, specifically all the female slaves have the capacity to become concubines, and basically they're all there in the hopes, because at this time, in, in this history that they're in, right, if you're just a, a, a lowly commoner slave and the emperor happens to want to impregnate you, that's kind of like, kind of good for you, you know? So yeah, that's, that's, that's the best case scenario. So, like, I think all the slaves there actually are kind of like potential concubines, but then he has his favorites that actually kind of make the cut or whatever. Right. But um and and this yeah. is a good one and this is it's not really a spoiler it's just about the old emperor apparently was just a total pedophile by the way <laughs> just yeah. like a, just a total pedophile literally like which i by the way i'm not a i'm not a doctor but i i'm pretty sure 10 year olds can't have children well, I'm a historian, and I can tell you that's accurate for China. No, that's right. that is true. But yeah, man, well, what? And a, you know, the, the the dreadful like truth of the setting, you know, all kind of flowery anime shit aside, it kind of kind of informs the current soul of the Chinese people, really, that this is where they're coming from. So, yeah, total China death. Total yeah, China yeah, death. Yeah. However, Mao Mao is cute, and the anime is good. So, Mao Mao, of course, is a voice by my favorite. Aoyuki, big Aoyuki guy. Uh, yeah, you know it's, it's it's very very entertaining. It's very entertaining. It's very uh, well I, done. I, I, said it, I said it was going to be good. In I fact, I tell good. you what, it's like the, I noticed this in last night's episode, or well, this past week's episode. But it's like the little things they did in it, right? Like yeah. there's a, there's a little bit where she's talking to like her friend who is just like a lowly servant girl, right. and like the like the the care that they put into Mao Mao's wave to her being goodbye. It's like yeah. it's like a it's like a little thing, but it's like it was almost it almost like rotoscoped. And I'm no, like, there's been a couple scenes so far that have like rotoscope energy in kind yeah. of a good way. Yeah, um, like really well, good, well done rotoscoping. Yeah. What I, about in a hood way? Yeah, I yeah. mean, I, I've been known to she like some things. Bonnie's going on there. Yeah. Uh, I will say it's it's one of those animes where like the particular genre it's in wouldn't normally be something that I'm like especially drawn in by. But it was it was knowing that people were hyped up for it in general, and then knowing that they had Kevin Pinkin, who I'm a big fan of, doing the soundtrack, uh, because you know he's the guy who did the Bane and Abyss soundtrack, which I'm also a huge fan of. Big Kevin Pinkin guy. Yeah, and also Tower uh, Tower of God, uh, Shield Hero, all animes with really top Ta- Tower of God season two, uh, never. I thought they've been hinting at it, but I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. Um, but anyway, like, that, so, like the webtoon fad, like just completely like yeah, flamed out. They got like a couple animes made of it, and they're like, "Okay, we're done." Well, yeah. now you say that, but next season is like the ultimate hyped up webtoon. Which one? What solo leveling? Yeah, I, which I think is kind of ass, but 
yeah well either, either way well as i was saying though like knowing that like because i guess i would describe the apothecary diaries as the confluence of obviously there's romance elements that are hinted at here and there and also just the setting itself is kind of you know naturally prone to that sort of thing uh there's like the you know the mystery detective kind of thing um I don't know what other genres do we want to say are in there. You know what it's kind of, kind of you know what it, you know what it kind of is like. Mm-hmm. It's like Woman an anime. It's like an anime version of House, but with a yeah, Chinese that's, girl. Yeah, that's a good way to put it because yeah. that's because that's kind of how it is. It's like she's kind of. I mean, she's definitely kind of hyper competent as far as being a protagonist is, but then she has her like hangups and quirks or whatever. Yeah, yeah like that. Yeah, that so makes sense. Is this a bitch that reincarnated into China? No. No, and has, like medical knowledge. No, no. she's just a... literally a, a peasant girl who learned about medicine because she grew up like raised by pe- around people in a brothel or something. Um, mm. And then she developed like a weird obsession with like poisons and uh, medicines and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, oh, and her dad is her dad's like a doctor as well. So, yeah, or a pharmacist, one of those. Which back in the day, those jobs kind of heavily <laughs> heavily overlap. So, right. So yeah, no, as uh. That's uh, good. good. No, it's it's really good. It's, it's actually really well. It well sounds like a woman at, though, anime. No, what Jesus. I was getting at here though was despite despite the genres being things that might not normally appeal to people, myself included. Uh, like Tay was saying, I think the real appeal is that it's just such a such a polished anime, yeah. right? Like it's it's just like it's every scene is so intentional uh, that it kind of like it's it's one of those things where. I don't know. What's a good example in other media? I'm trying to think. Like, there's definitely been things I've watched where I was like, I wouldn't normally be into this, but it's so well executed that I like it. And I right. can't think of a good example right now. But it's, def- it's definitely a thing that I've experienced before, you know. And this is one of those things where it's like, you know, you know, I I, I would say that my overall taste in anime, manga, whatever, is very like, you know, battle shonen and then like sinin stuff or whatever. But uh, this is neither. It's just well well executed. So, um, highly recommend. Uh, definitely, very very good. I did animation. like I did like that it has had a couple of like happy endings so far. So like the the sleepwalking girl that was a good ending yeah. for her. No, that 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 whole plot was really interesting because they they did so much in terms of telling a story where the like the, the main characters of that story basically had no speaking roles. Like right. it was yeah. really cool how they did that. Yeah. Um, but then it's also one of those things like you can appreciate why that was a happy ending because of actually the, you know, if, if you know the history and you know about the setting, how kind of dire things actually are there, you know, and right. like how, how things like, like, quote unquote, true love or whatever. Are. Well, sure. Yeah. But like at that time, especially being a rear palace concubine or whatever, like how uh, something like true love basically isn't thing you would ever actually entertain in that time. So mm-hmm. then it's like really kind of special that they were able to find a loophole yeah anyways uh so yeah uh it's it, it's been good uh, i mean of course we're only on episode five or whatever so far, it's also so. funny it's pretty funny too no yeah the comedy that's, that's i guess that's another genre that i kind of miss but yeah there's definitely the, comedy elements. the bit the bit about when she was in again it was in the last episode the bit about where she was helping like uh the other con- main concubine because there's like two main concubines there's the one she serves right. And then there's another one who, like, that's how she got her entry into like serving as uh, apothecary or whatever. Right. Was because she she healed the two main concubines who were like very sick, and it was because of this face paint shit they put on her for makeup. 
And like the other one never didn't believe it. And she got super sick and it killed her baby. It was very sad. But anyway, and the, the next one is she has to heal her. And I, I did like the end. And it's like they were doing that bit. And it was like, oh, the emperor doesn't care about me anymore. And she's like, well, try this. And it was just heavily oh, implied. Yeah. It was just heavily implied that it was Paizuru. Paizu, Paizu, yeah. yeah, Paizuru. I thought Paizuri. Paizu, is it, does it end in an eye? I thought it ended in a, Okay, it, whatever. It ends in an eye. Whatever. Pai, it was Paizuri. I was like. Very it's nice. like you go to Missouri and you order a pie, right? Right. You know, pie that's, that's yeah, pie okay. yeah, yeah. I thought it was yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be our new our new pie restaurant named Pizzeria. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna go to Missouri. Yeah, you could, you could sp- yeah spell it. You spell it different, but it's still pronounced the same. Yeah. And if you and if you know, you know. Right. Yeah. But yeah, no, that specializing was specializing in cream pies. That but. was really fun. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was that was really funny. I got a good chuckle out of yeah, that. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, like it's not a full-on comedy right Mm -mm. but like there's a lot of comedic elements that that it hits it hits everything just right right like it hits comedy it hits intrigue there's a little like a depression in it like it's it's very good it's very good i guess that i guess that'd be almost the strength of that it's it's not so genre locked that it's like that it's like you know falling into really predictable tropes per se like the, the most predictable thing would just be like i apparently Apparently, it's not the only anime that's ever been set in like the rear palace or a similar environment in like Imperial China. Yeah, I think there was one even like just two or three seasons ago, and we talked about it. I don't think I ever watched it. Like, apparently, it's it's a small but apparently well, like well, well defined genre. It's actually pretty common. uh, Yeah, manga genre. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I don't know how many of them get converted to animes. It's but. I mean, it's just so easy, right? It's so easy. It's it's fairly untouched, you know, outside of that. But it's like you can very yeah. easily set like these very, you know, these thrillers, but also like, you know, these forbidden loves. I do yeah, always I, I, I mean, always do always laugh because they have this. Oh damn, get this. The Forbidden Love Station. Huh? Huh? We're gonna do a video on the Forbidden Loves. Like the gas station. Oh, okay. Ooh, yeah. I like them I writing that down. Uh, but the, so but yeah, kind of so like the murder weagles. There, but, there, is, yeah. there is. It's very funny because there's a there's like a will they won't they between right. uh, Mao Mao and then of course Jinshi the like the deuteragonist I suppose. Right. Which I always think is really funny, of course, because well, you know, oh boy, ain't got no bait and tackle, so they actually won't. So. I mean, I have some speculation on that, but. What's your speculation? Just, I mean, he seems to be in a pretty high position. Maybe he's not truly a eunuch. Okay, well, I've read ahead, so I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Okay. Okay. I mean, you're... You're right. You you are... you. One of the things you said was right. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. I, I, I didn't think I wasn't right, to be honest. I Well, based? Sure. Based? I, well, I, why would they make... make a cornerstone of the series teasing a romance between two major characters if one of the characters is pretty much func- like biologically inert you know okay. that doesn't make any fucking sense okay well that that's not the part you're right about though so oh sorry <laughs> he is very important though so. i see yeah but yeah great anime go well, watch yeah because it. it's gonna end with her fucking the emperor I mean, there, that's a non-zero chance, honestly. No, I mean, honestly, like, like, look, you, you get a new apothecary. I've was... read enough of these mangas that I can tell you that. Well, to be to be ends. fair, reading it, reading ahead in the in the in the wiki on it, everything, I expected to see that, and I was like, 
I, I as far okay i don't have much further ahead the anime the manga is it doesn't sound like it's too terribly well, far ahead. i think i think the series started as a light novel so oh yeah yeah but then again i mean you know how that is like sometimes yeah. light novels just completely change everything from the light novel so right. but uh, it, the lore doesn't seem to be that far ahead is what i'm saying uh, right. But it, as of now, it doesn't seem like that does happen. But in, in this one, fair, if it ever, <laughs> in this one, if it ever did come up, I would see them playing it as more of a gag, as like, yeah, the emperor suddenly decides he wants to screw his new apothecary, right. and then Mao Mao finds some way to make herself uglier or something. I don't know. Yeah. Like, that, well, um, I, I, yeah, but the way, like, and so in the in the thing, like, the emperor is just like one hundred percent like the most basic ass bitch, dude. Like, he's yeah. completely unremarkable. Like when they showed the emperor, I was like. Who the hell is this jabroni? And they were like, "Oh, the em- your highness." And I'm like, "That's him. That's oh, the dude." A- accurate to re- accurate to I real mean, Chinese standard guys. Chinese ruler, right? True. I mean, if you've seen one, if you've seen one, you've seen them all. So, which makes which makes something later in the in the story that much funnier that he's just yeah. some basic ass dude. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, uh, listen, great anime. Beefy two thumbs up, two beefy thumbs up. A five. Whatever. Speaking of Mau Mau making herself uglier, though, the whole I put on freckles to not be raped thing, I was like, that's not going to stop me, bitch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, those, those don't those don't change anything. Like, yeah. I, I know that maybe beauty standards. It's probably some Chinese bug man thing like, oh, you have a marking on your face. You are unwifable. Like, yeah, probably. F- f- fucking whatever, dude. Yeah. Uh, by the, I, I do want to put it out there on the record for the allegations. Mau Mau is 17, so it's fine right it's fine that's like that's like honestly like middle-aged in imperial chinese oh, terms, yeah, so. imperial china that's like 70 so right yeah good anime yeah highly recommend um eager to keep watching uh, hoping this is a 24 episode season i don't know if it is or not though. Is i have no idea I, I could find that problem go look that up i told you it's six that'd be, that'd be a bummer that would suck yeah we're moving into the next episode or the last episode yeah although the next episode is a big one apparently the garden party well yeah i mean if if, if she just dies (laughs) that would be a departure from the source material (laughs) um hey by the way speaking of uh speaking of departures from the source material yeah her aot came to an end and uh, the copium the copium bros was uh not not great not great you know not only did they not change the ending so our our final cope didn't work out um a lot of people are doomering because like people were surprised by how many anime onlys actually liked it yeah <laughs> which it tracks. still seems pretty controversial it seems still pretty controversial but it tracks no people to be like fair, anime, anime only have like are kind of subhumans they are honestly like especially it, I mean, for an anime as big as aot right right because it, yeah, like, like, it, it's such a long-running series too. it's like if you really love something like that you're getting impatient and you're reading the manga you know like right. during its run um sorry sorry let me let me double back on something i said so obviously uh aot did not just end aot ended like a year or two ago with the rumbling right what right, we're referring right. to is the fan fiction spinoff that has been right. highly acclaimed and uh, the com- commission. So it's, it was commissioned by the publishers because they didn't like the hyper Kino ending that was right. the real one. Right. And they said, okay, let's get some hack right. to come in and like write a fan fiction, like kind of bonus material. Right. That, that it's non-canon. So 
Right. Yeah. And yeah, the canon ending of uh, Attack on Titan is the rumbling. Right. The canon ending is the rumbling begins. Aaron says, I'm going to fucking destroy the whole world. Everybody's like kind of horrified, but also like awestruck and they know it's for the best. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cut to black. Well, yeah, it cuts to black with the implication that after he killed the rest of the world, he went back and uh, raised the family with Astoria. Right. So that's that's the canon ending. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that's not but the, uh, the fan the anime. The fan yeah. fiction version just ended, and it's rather controversial. Right. I mean, it's it's super odd for an anime, like an official anime, to go and adapt a non-canon manga arc like that. But they did. So, well, yeah. Oh, uh, you know, weird times. I guess that's, is what it is. You know, it, it makes money, I guess. But is what it is. Uh, but yeah, with a, with a, with an anime that big, like you have like the normie core audience that's watching it, and they're well, like, yeah, and I'll say that like a lot of the positive reactions were coming from very obvious, like kind of no media literacy Redditoids, basically. Yeah. You know, and it's like people who just like just con- consumer like slop enjoyers and not the kind, not the good kind. You know, I mean. Enjoying literal goy slop is one thing, but enjoying media slop, mm-hmm. it couldn't be me, you know? I'm going to uh, consume. Right. Like, it, it's basically this thing. It's like the people who would watch the Game of Thrones and be like, oh, this is great and there's no flaws with it. It's like, right. it's like sunk cause. It's like, oh, I've been watching this for like eight years or something. And now, now I have to like it because, right. because I've convinced myself based on its prior, like the, the clout it has with me from its prior highs that like i have to consider it good throughout even though that's clearly not i mean increasingly i feel like in media that's not a thing where i just feel like more and more series i personally like drop the ball at some point and uh you know i think having like you know just glazing to use that term like authors and or creators in general just because they were good at one time doesn't really make any sense like they can fall off and it seems like sometimes they they do so mm-hmm in fact, it seems like all too common they do fall off. So, well, a big a big theme in media, and not just anime or manga, but media in general, is people not knowing how to write endings, right? Right. And I think that uh, to be fair, to be fair, writing endings is really hard. No, it is. It is hard, but that's why maybe just take the height of the tension in your story, like I've said many times, and just cut the black. Just don't, you know. Maybe not everything needs a neat resolution. Maybe you know, in for the sake of your audience being left wanting more is a lot better point than wishing you had written less, you know? Right. So like, I think a respectable thing, especially for manga, because it's a thing where sometimes a series will end, like a series will end and then randomly get a continuation years later or something. A respectable thing is if you don't feel super confident in your ending, just do that. And then you decide you eventually have a killer ending that does like work perfectly. Come release another fucking, you know, couple volumes or whatever right because if you're fucking itsyama and you have been publishing one of the higher higher grossing mangas in the industry probably for you know like a decade they're gonna let you do that you just uh, unless you're on contract that you have to write an ending which might, might be the case in for some of these stories but like if you're not and you have the option to say but even then i guess your your, your non-ending can be the ending unless unless there's a particular stipulation that it has to be a certain way I mean, if you have any latitude to just don't do a, a neat ending and cut to black and then come back. Yeah. And I don't see. Any no, I, I think I think just too many people are afraid of like. 
I, I mean, I don't even know what you would call it. F afraid it, of ruining, it, ruining their legacy, which is ironic because they end up ruining their legacy even worse. Right, yeah. There's I mean, no I shame. See, there's no shame little, in just like ending on a cliff. A little loss in the sauce, I guess. Sometimes, like, yeah, they, they, like, I guess if if people have been praising your writing for so long, like calling it a masterwork or something, and then and then you can't write an ending that ends how you feel satisfied with, and maybe you feel like a fraud or something. But it's mm -hmm. better, yeah, it's better to leave it ambiguous than to than to ruin it all retroactively. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I mean. So what we're saying is, me and all my homies hate this dude. Yeah, I mean, he his whole thing, his whole reasoning seemed pretty cooked. Like I said, I mean, he never, I don't think he said it in such plain terms, but I do think at some point he alluded to, like, a possible, like, cucked, like, Japanese guilt type reason for his ending. Right. Or And, and I know that he has been on record of actually saying a bunch of bullshit about, like, feeling bad about Aaron being made into a bad guy. And like, so it's like somehow like it was like, a, you know, one of those stupid Mangaka things where they feel like it's something that, that Gigi recently did with Jujutsu Kaisen, which I'm not going to get too spoilery about, but it's like, I'm seeing a, a kind of concerning trend of Mangaka's almost like humiliating their popular characters. Right. Because they like, they don't like that. They um, maybe they feel like they're too much of a Mary Sue or like, they don't like something about them. And it's like, you wrote the character. You could have right. not made them that way if you don't like what was well, going you, on. Well, you know them. what also is like another really bad thing about the, and not necessarily humiliation, but like feeling like that's like, oh, I didn't want to make him evil or anything, is yeah. a lot of times a writer will either intentionally or subconsciously make the main character a self-insert. Right. And then, then you take the, the that character somewhere, and because they're tied to you specifically, you then, I guess, at some point, do realize like, oh shit, that's like me. I I'm not in. I'm just a good, uh, you know. I just I just want to own an onsen. I'm I'm a good guy. Right. I don't want to. I don't want to, you know, reinstate the emperor and like, you know, retake well, what, what Taiwan. The, one of the popular metatextual endings Forever. of the uh, quote unquote uh, fan fiction ending of Attack on Titan is that the whole thing of like Aaron kind of shit talking himself like, oh, I'm just I'm just an idiot, blah blah. I didn't know what I was doing. Like some people want to say like metatextually that that's Isayama talking about himself or whatever. Like like you know he had too he had too much responsibility with the series that blew up so much or mm -hmm. something, and he just he he fumbled. Yeah, so I, I can see know. that. I don't know. He's a hack. That's that's all I know. He's a hack. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, you know, it's also funny to be an, an author that's written something that was, like, pretty successful in portraying kind of, like, a really dreary, kind of grimdark setting. And then being afraid of leaving things ambiguous because I feel like the idea of things not ever quite being fully done or fully resolved is actually really on point for especially that setting you know well, i think i think it's i think it's great i mean i i, I love it like well, there's and, been and, a lot of great work that are left unresolved like in the manga and in the in the anime too that apparently at the end of it which i'm not watching but um, yeah, uh there's a whole thing of showing like okay well later paradise which they they pronounce in the anime parody i hate that but paradise was later uh pretty much carpet bombed anyways and you know people don't know if it's related to you know revenge for the conflict that was depicted or maybe a later conflict or what you know it's not really explained because it's kind of just like an almost like an ending montage but it's like 
so like the, the takeaway there is like for, for all your efforts one way or another war continues and conflict continues or whatever it's like okay yeah. that's great as a that's great as like a theme but then like then you didn't have to write a fucking marvel avengers ending you could have just right and and the take that i've seen a lot of cases about that is like oh it didn't actually matter if aaron killed everyone because then the the eldians would have just fought amongst themselves it's like okay well that's fine uh, because guess what? They wouldn't have completely genocided them off the face of the earth, which is what oh, was yeah, trying yeah. to happen. That, that, was, that, was, that was an argument I saw somewhere else, and somebody literally said, it's like, you know, civil wars usually aren't about, you, you know, between between one one particular people, you know, right. genotype-wise, aren't wars of annihilation, right? They're right. wars of arriving at a compromise. Right. So it's like... <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, so, so the whole that was Aaron's say, whole thing. He was yeah, like, yeah. I want to kill everyone that's not us to save us. Oh, and then get rid of the Titans. Right. Which, is which funny by the way, is in, in, the only thing the Eldian Empire ever actually fought over was the Titans themselves. So would right. they have would they have had inter like inter people conflicts? Yes. But every people has conflicts. Right. What he was trying to prevent, though, was the utter annihilation of his people. Right. And well, that's, that's the whole thing. Is, that's, yeah. I mean, this is what it comes down to. Is I feel like a lot of people who are like ending defenders basically. Basically, it's an ideological chip on their shoulder where it's like you know in the, in the non-media media literacy thing too where it's like well I, he just can't have like a scot-free genocide of the whole world because that's bad and it's like okay so in universe though if he doesn't do that then his people will get genocide unconditionally <laughs> so it's yeah. like uh, so are you saying that like, here so so are, are you saying that they should that like a, a people should like be allowed to or, or be expected to like greater good it and be like oh well our lives matter less and you know like yeah that's cucked and retarded and that doesn't make a good story that would just basically mean that zeke was right the whole like anti-natalist like let's just you know as a race become unable to reproduce and, and i will literally like, never admit that he was right right well it's, it's retarded even even if you're an anti-natalist his opinion was fucking stupid because it's not like a voluntary thing you're saying you're gonna render people forcefully infertile basically and mm -hmm. force your race to go extinct which is pretty right. fucked up yeah no zeke was zeke was a big cuck yeah it's like it's like that's like literally just the image of like the demoralized buck broken you know like doomer who just doesn't have any fucking hope and mm. and it's not a solution i mean by that it's like by that logic too it's like okay the eldians allow themselves to be genocided or erased or whatever well then the rest of the world also still has conflicts anyways you know so it's right. like if, if that's your your counter well that's also happening either way right you know that yeah. conflict carries on so i don't know it's dumb i like i said i feel like it's just people that like they know it's like a combination of they morally disagree with the notion of genocide to begin with and they're not aware enough to know that or to like really think like okay well if, if genocide doesn't happen on one side then it happens for the other but mm -hmm. also the the non-media media literacy of going like uh oh if a story depicts something it endorses it which mm -hmm. is not how it fucking works um mm -hmm. and then and then like the the culture war should have like they know that people who might lean chuddy think that the genocide outcome is like the right one and then on because of that it's like it's like an orange man bad type situation like we just we just have to automatically position ourselves in our interpretation of media based on the opposite of what people we think we don't like think right um which is funny because even in the ending we got 80 percent genocide it's like that's still a pretty pretty ridiculous amount of people dead like like so genocide still happened so i mean so if you're if you're praising the story because total genocide was avoided it's like what's the is it really that significant between 
80% of the outside world and 100% of the outside world? Is that really that significant once you get to that point? I mean, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and then the story, it's, it's also funny too, because the takeaway, it's like the takeaway with it is all fucked up. Cause it's like, okay. So in showing that later they get fucking carpet bombed or whatever, it's like, you're kind of proving the Eldian fascist faction. If you want to call it that pretty much correct. Like they're nationalist militaristic faction, correct. And wanting to carry out the genocide because it's now shown that by not completing the job, they actually do eventually get fucked over. Mm-hmm. And other things too, like like people who defend the ending, it's like, oh, Ymir loved her fucking like abusive rapist, uh, y- you know, K- King King Fritz or whatever. Did they keep that in the anime? Yeah, that happens in the anime too. Which Jesus is, like, that, Christ! That, that that part's like beyond the pale. It's so unnecessary. It's so retarded. It, it's one of those things that like in the ending, the whole pivot to the ending being about love was so stupid. That was never the major theme of the story, right? Right. It was, it was always themes of freedom and stuff. And I've said this to people on Twitter. I was like, the payoff for Ymir is already there. She has a brief time on screen, but we see her backstory and then we see her finally find release from her kind of, kind of like uh, Stockholm syndrome stuff mm-hmm. by being hugged by Aaron and like somebody cares about her and blah, 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 mm-hmm. you know, like in, in doing that, she like kind of releases her stranglehold over her path or whatever. And then the rumbling happens. Like, like that was, a, that was a good emotional payoff. Like one of the best, panels in the entire manga was the panel of her making that face yeah. that like that like contorted like crying face right yeah. before the rumbling starts because like, you've it, never seen big... her face up to then right it's yeah it's a big payoff she's and just, like and then like the theme there is like you're right it's like even like the way she's treated is reflected in the way she's portrayed like she's literally right. faceless she's nobody and that he acknowledges her he you know sees her and then it's like all right right Right, exactly. It's, it's like that was perfect for for what she needed to be as a character. And then I then would like, on... I would even go as far to say this: like yeah. the the out of context, without the the how it led up to that ending, I would even have been fine if like Aaron somehow like lost to the people he was trying to kill, right? right. And if if that was the thing, it was like the 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 it's still about freedom. It's still about you know. You try, you know, standing up for your people and all that, and he lost and he died, and yeah, the Eldians got wiped off the face of the earth or whatever happened to him, right? There was a massive war and a bunch of right. them died. I would, yeah. be, I would even be okay with that, right? Because that would still be a pretty decent story. But no, this, I don't like, hate the, the outcome on paper. It's like it's it's. But yeah. the, the fact that how we got there was literally like you know, uh, you like know, really Avengers assemble in a dumb way. Avengers yeah. assemble, Mikasa, you know, right. kissing his severed head. Well, yeah it's it's like it, it's a weird thing where it feels stakeless because it turns out that like he's kind of doing like a lelouch or whatever thing to try and like make them look like the good guys or whatever it's almost and like the, yeah it's almost like that but like he just he some point realized he was like oh shit i don't know how to do this right right but it's like it's so dumb considering his capabilities only grew over time and then he's yeah. like the, the bag is fumbled and he just looks incompetent and it's like mm-hmm. So, like, why even have Titans that resist them when they come if the in- intention is to lose anyways and make them look good? Like, I don't know. Like, and, th- and then have, and like, little weird moments, like the whole, like, uh, uh, fucking Armin goes back into paths and, like, frees some of the Titans that are there or something and they help him fight air. Like, that stuff was stupid. What? That that scene where he goes into paths and, like, talks to Zeke or something. And Sorry, he I've never seen any of that. Okay. I, I don't know if you, uh, you didn't read that. Okay. Dog, when I say the story ended at the rumbling, 
I'm serious. Uh, I mean, I, I thought I thought you. I have read, not. But... I have not read a panel past that. Okay, so, I didn't so watch an episode past that. Complaints include that part. Like, like it's like the whole the way that they pivot into working with each other so fast. Like the Eldians and the Marlians who were surviving to stop air and stuff. Like, didn't make sense, right? That was where the whole cringe Avengers thing started. But yeah, and then it's like the the Armin like, like somehow going into path with Zeke and. Like he somehow like because when they find Aaron, they like land on his fucking big spine back or whatever, you know, right. uh, to try and figure out how to stop him with like high explosives or some shit um, to try and like sever the founding Titans like control or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's when like all these Titans kind of emerge from the bones or whatever to fight them and stop them or whatever, Jesus. which is cool, except it has no stakes because it turns out he was never intending to kill them and they suffer no casualties, despite the fact that like. If the story was consistent with with his prior themes, it should have been one of those situations where the last one standing just like barely, you know, like tumbles across the line to end the, the threat. You know, like that's how the story's always been before that point. Yeah, I will say um, I know I know we like to talk about ending on that, but on like if it had also ended on this panel too, that would have also yeah. been super duper kino because this is just like right. Well, anything that's like yeah, anything that's just like here's the doom that's coming. Uh, it's unavoidable. You know, like that's fine. There were a lot in the post. Like, because obviously I think start ending around the Star of the Rumbling would be ideal, but there were panels that were Kino after that. Like, there's that scene. There's a scene where they're, uh, where he's like coming up on the population at the edge of the cliff or something, and like the people are gradually getting pushed over into the water below, but they're like passing a baby along to keep it from doing, from falling. Like, like the scenes like that were kind of like cool looking, but, uh, oh yeah. But it's it's the actual dialogue and storytelling of that part really just suck ass. Um, but yeah, like that Armin moment sucked, and then yeah, the whole the whole then we'd have to bring back Ymir and then make the whole thing about like a weird, a weird Aaron Mikasa ship moment where it's like oh uh, Mikasa kisses his severed head, yeah, in like a weird necrophile moment. And from seeing this, Ymir finally gets her true resolution, which is she always loved King Fritz, and she that's just so know, stupid. She just couldn't understand love until Mikasa showed that's her. So like, stupid. That's is, so what stupid. What the fuck are you talking about? That's like, so stupid. That, that was King, never the theme. King Fritz was literally the most despicable person in the entire anime. Yeah, that's exactly what somebody else said. He's, he, that's far what and away. Like, like in the entire setting, he's the by far the worst person depicted. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like that makes like, no sense. That makes literally no sense. It, it, like it, and like people were right. They're like, you know, if he was ever characterized in any other way as like maybe having some redemptive redemptive quality, that'd be something. But he's literally just like the face of everything that's wrong in the world in the setting, right? Like he, like he's kind of the archetype of, you know, the cause of all the evils in the setting or something. Um, right. And yeah, and, and you know, he gets no redemptive dialogue. He does get a scene where he's forcing his fucking kids to eat their mother. Yes. Like, so great guy. Right. His, his, his children who in no like shrouded way are implied to be the, you know, the product of rape. So. Right. And, mm-hmm. and themselves might possibly be getting raped. It's like. Right. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like, it's, it's just, it's beyond, it's like, I'm not a sensitive person. And I'm not really offended by it, but it's just like beyond the pale that that's what you choose to do with your own story. You yeah. know, like, like I don't, that, like, I, I literally don't know what the hell happened to him. It's just such an odd, like, like, even if nothing changed in the final outcome of the story, that particular way of delivering it was just so baffling, you know, like of all the things that you could have done, like everything else that happened and anything could have happened without that scene. Like, just don't have don't have Mikasa kiss Aaron and like, don't have Ymir be 
like a weird Stockholm syndrome case. Like that would be, it would still work just as well because it doesn't really work that well as it is. So right. I didn't really need those. No. And, and it's, just, it's just like a weird, it's just like 11th hour theme of like this love, like understanding love shit thrown in as like the story never talked about that shit at all at any other point. No, it just doesn't relate to the themes. And no. I don't know. It, it just, just weird. Oh, really and, uh, stupid. Utterly stupid. Worst, but, you know, that's worst. Most, that's, again, that's why people. That's why uh, people say like it, like a lot of things seem retconned. You know, like it seemed pretty obvious that what was hinted at was Historia's baby was Aaron's. You know, like that right. was to me that made a lot of sense. And yeah, I I, I mean I, I always saw the ending as being a kind of uh kind of a was what is it like a dialectic of sorts between. Zeke being an anti-natalist cuck and Aaron being a pro-natalist nationalist or whatever, you know, like, because he had, not only does he want his friends to live and so on, but also he has a child now. Like, that made a lot of sense for him justifying his, his shit, even if he feels pretty bad about it. So, I don't know. Like, a lot of shit seemed changed last minute, and, uh, it's just... And you know, if if it was just changed to have like a more pussyfooted ending, that's one thing. But yeah, some of the some of the choices were really hard to understand. What chapter was the rumbling? It's like one twenty something. I don't know exactly which. Two thousand nineteen. So I'm like. <sighs> And that's like such a weird thing too. So if it had been like some backlash of like international, you know, zeitgeist or whatever, like 2019 was a weird time to bring that about. Yep. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, like what I said, I think moron. it's some people think that there's so much speculation. Like some people think it's Isayama cucked out because of like some weird personal guilt or like, I think some people were speculating in, in the day, like his wife somehow made him do it or something. Um, I remember having a conversation about that at some point. Um, and then there is, of course, the common theory that it was like the, the editors or the, or the, you know, the company that, that licensed it or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. um, or I don't know. Or like I said, just the whole, like he didn't, he actually just, yeah. You know, some people say the rest of the story being so good was a fluke, you know, and he just couldn't land the ending like, i don't know man like because the thing is like the rest of the story was so consistently right, how, good how, the entire how time the rest so immaculate and he and, got and, you're right he right. got better over time like i'm well, thinking those, like specifically because like, like the rumbling i know yeah. we focus on that because we're like that's the coolest that's most keynote but arguably like the battle for uh whatever his hometown was when they go back to the outer wall yeah that um, was that was that was kind of like the peak that was really no, that, good I would say that, like, in terms of, like, uh, like actual action, I mean, there's a reason. So when that episode aired where, uh, where Armin makes that sacrifice against the, the Colossal Titan and yeah. gets charged and stuff, like, that, the, the title of that episode was Hero, and I think that was, like, the highest-rated anime, anime episode ever on IMDb or something. I think which it still makes is. Sense because, because that was, uh, like, legitimately one of the greatest episodes of anime I've ever seen. So, yeah. like, just, just the action was right, the narrative stakes were right, it was great. Uh but uh yeah i don't know like th- yeah, you're right that that was good but then there's also the people who, like i posted on twitter or whatever who are like i checked out after the, the time skip it's like there was still some good stuff after the time skip i mean when the hell was the time skip huh when the hell was the time skip well after the basement remember that battle happened. oh right 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 yeah you know it's it's like we, we get the uh how do i start this by like 
episodes of TV. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, no, it was it was really good. Right. I don't know. Fuck him. He sucks and is dumb. No, no. I mean, yeah, I could rant about it for a long time, but like the, the point is, it doesn't matter because it, it was just fan it, fiction. Right. It was just who fan cares. Fiction, so. Yep. It is what Anyways, it is. if you defend the dog shit ending, uh, I don't know. I I don't. I can't say what I wanted to say here on whatever platform we're on, but mm. just uh, keep yourself safe, right? Keep yourself safe. Yeah, that's what we're, that's what we're saying. So. All right. Well, what's well, we got, boys? I've uh, I've just seen the news. The SAG after strike has ended, so uh, Boo. that may have been John Cena's last match. Boo! Boo! Why couldn't y'all kept that going for like another five or six thousand years? So how how does John Cena's matches? Because uh... the only reason he came back to the WWE because there was no movies being made. Oh. Yeah, he's pretty explicitly said like once, once that ship's over, he's he, he's going back to acting. There's no way that he's not rich enough to just like take a long vacation or something. <laughs> um, I think he just likes acting. No, I, I mean he's that's dedicated true. to his craft. He really no, is. I mean that's fair to say that like people who do that stuff, kind of do it as a compulsion as well. You know. Oh yeah. Which also means we might not get the Rock at WrestleMania, which is. No, I'm okay sign. with that. Whatever. No, I'm tired of seeing the Rock. I don't like the Rock. Wow. Reminds me of that uh that one one quote from uh John Baldessari where he goes, uh, Who? you know, to be, to, it doesn't matter. He's he's some art guy, but he has this quote about how like to be an effective artist you have to be possessed, which you can't will. Like the idea is like you have to be totally absorbed by it and you can't just you can't just tell yourself to do that, it just has to happen, you know. Right. Oh, so. you know what we haven't talked about since you were asking if uh we have anything else? The kind of major news of the day, uh GTA six. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I forgot to put that in the rundown. We uh, said in the Appalachians. Yes. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, obviously we haven't seen, and we don't have any official trailers. We've just finally gotten official word that GTA Six is coming, and the trailer will be out in early December. The uh, the the main city of the setting this time is going to be like a fictionalized version of Pigeon Forge. Mm-hmm. Based? No, what's interesting? They said early December, but they they and everyone's been thinking it's like it's gonna be at the Game Awards, but they haven't actually explicitly said the Game Awards yet. And it would kind of honestly be super disrespectful if it's not the Game Awards. Right. They they said we're going to release a trailer, which kind of doesn't you think they won't be putting it out, but maybe right. it's they're they're wording that way. Yeah, that would that would on if I was Jeff, I'd be pissed, honestly. Jeff. Shut up. Shut the fuck up, nerd. Shut the fuck up, nerd. I'm gonna G off you a cliff. Let's just get a guy that has more charisma than, like, a, a piece of driftwood. No, me and my homies love Jeff Keighley. Yeah? Me and my, me and my homies all love Jeff Keighley. He's, like, the most dead fish, like... Turn your monitor on. Turn your monitor on. Turn your monitor on. Turn your monitor on. I bet, I bet G off would defend the ending. Yeah, actually, he probably would. Yeah. Cause he, you know, he's he's like a big uh, Hideo Kojima guy. Well, yeah, I mean, I feel like to, be, to I feel like to be a industry guy in kind of any like media industry, you kind of have to go with the normie take on things pretty often. So, but mm. 
Damn, dude, Funky Kong is returning to Mario Kart. Yeah. No shit. Uh, pot potentially. It's, it's, yeah, he is. Damn, we're getting Diddy Kong, Funky Kong, Pauline, and Peach at Mario Kart. Oh yeah. Base. Yeah. Yeah. Who the fuck is Peach at? Any any knowers? I assume it's I I think it's uh like Peach with the Bowsette crown, which is it doesn't gender swap her because she's already a princess or whatever. But um, it... yeah, that sounds about right. No, apparently it's just a unique form of Toadette. Oh, but it just looks just like Peach. Well, there you go. Okay, so maybe it's yeah. Is it Toadette with the Peach crown? Yes. Is that what's going on? All right. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Like, I mean, wouldn't wouldn't Toadette just work then? I don't know. Remember when Bowsette was a big thing? I mean, shit. I feel like Bowsette was pretty Reddit. I mean, I agree. Yeah. That's not even a knock on Bowsette. It's just Reddit ruins things. Well, sure, it gets overdone once they get a hold of it. It's a heckin' girl, Bowser. OMG, she's literally me. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what they sound like. I, I remember that specifically for, for, like, one reason, because the day that popped off was the same day that I think they started. It was either the beginning of the confirmation hearings for uh, Kavanaugh, or it was the day that he announced. I know, dude, I'm, I'm one of those guys that, like, everything's politics or, like, world events to me. Well, I mean, it's just a funny connection, I guess. But... Um, it was either the day he got announced that he was going to, or the day of the confirmation. I can't remember which, because I was in, uh, I was, at, I was at the hospital. I had to take my dad there for some scan yeah. or something before he started his chemo. And it was, uh, because I was, I was watching it and like I was scrolling Twitter and I was like, oh, this Bowser thing's kind of cool. And I was like real hungry and I was like, man, my dad's probably gonna be back there. I'll, I'll get some, I'll get some chili cheese fritos. For because you know it's almost time for lunch. I'll get a little snack. It'll probably be another hour. And my butt sat down and popped that bag open. And my dad shows up. He's like, "You ready to go get lunch?" Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Hate that. Hate uh, yeah, that. You could, you could have saved the chips. I could have, but then it's like, what, where do I put? Do I put them in my pocket? Then they get all crushed up. Do I hold them the oh, whole time? I, I, I just, well, like, what am I doing here? The car or something? What am or I doing wherever? here? But we're going to oh. no. We were going to eat in the hospital. Well, then just take them to your lunch and then have them as a side. Yeah, I guess I could have done that. Didn't think about that. Ah, which, hey, which yeah, I'd yeah. had you there then? I guess. Uh, I mean, I'm, but you, hey, you, know, you no. were you were off doing your thing. Number one ship advisor is what they you, call you me. Were, you were off doing your own thing on one of your multiple solo career things. Uh, I, I feel like there's only one phase where that really applies. No, I don't think so. I can't. I, I don't, what year was that? Uh, which one? The thing I'm talking about or the thing you're talking yeah, about? So this is during the Kavanaugh hearings. That was 2018, like... 2018, yeah. 2018. I wasn't anywhere in particular. I was around. Oh, a typical prude always running off and doing something else. Okay. So, actually, I th actually, I think it. If I can, because this was, I'm on the wiki page for the. Uh... Well, actually, it said this released in January 2019, so I don't know why it got big all of a sudden in like September or something. Oh, because Mario Kart Tour came out and it was in it too. So, and that was September 25th. 
God, can you believe that was 107 years ago? Damn. Nope. Damn. There you go. Can't there you go. I can't believe that was 5,822 years ago. Time flies, man. How it goes. Time flies. All right, what else we got? Oh, we got the Guild Wars 2 update. Jesus Christ. Uh, it's the gaming segment. Beep, 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 beep. We're in the gaming segment. Beep, 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 beep. beep. Full update. Beep, beep, we got beep, new armor. We got a little bit of story. We're starting to get previews for the upcoming weapon expansion for the characters. Uh, new wizard bucks. Uh, wizard bucks rewards. Another essentially free legendary, so that's cool. Big, big legendary guy these days. That's great, bud. Hey, come on. Look, I don't I don't downplay your game. Yes, you do. I've, I've almost not con- done it on almost stream. Almost constantly. I've not done it on stream. Oh, I see. I, the qualifier on stream. I see. I haven't done it off stream either, but... Well, it's not what I remember. I, was saying, I, I Certainly not as, uh, as blatantly as you. No, that's not a thing. Look, y'all got uh, one. Y'all got one game that y'all can convince me to get into. Season yeah. of Season of Mystery or whatever the hell it's called, Season of Adventure, or Guild Wars Two. Discovery. Okay, there you go. Uh, I'd rather you get into Guild Wars because Discovery is going to be a gimmick that we play for a month and quit. But so, Guild like Guild Wars Two. Then, I mean, I I would rather you get into Guild Wars because I'll keep playing this, but. I'm just saying our track record hasn't been great. I mean, I've played this game a lot on and off in the last few years, so right on and off is the keyword. Well, I mean, you can't. Pl- I mean, if you're playing, if you're playing one single game nonstop for years on end, that's a little dumb. <laughs> wow. Okay. Shots at me right there. Yeah, shots at really me too. What games? What games are you guys playing? Runescape. Uh, okay. Well, you should take a break. I mean. Not anymore, but I played WoW from like fucking 2016 up until. Well, well, it's a good thing you're taking a break then. A few months ago. I'm glad you're taking a break so you can refresh yourself. I've done three tours of Guild Wars 2. Well, time for a fourth. Runs counter to your narrative there, son. Yeah, it does actually. Well, I'm saying, but surely there's other games that you've. uh... Let me give you something a little controversial here. Yeah. Rift. RuneScape is newer to me than Guild Wars 2. Well, that's fair. I played RuneScape as a kid a lot, so I yeah, guess, I, didn't. Yeah. I totally missed it. I mean, I was probably I was probably number one OG RuneScape guy, honestly. Oh uh, no, yeah, not even remotely close. It probably was. No, so. not even remotely close. Maybe I just kind of burnt out back then. What year did you even? You don't. I don't think you even played as early as I did. I don't know. I the very first time I played the game, it was like the original original RuneScape when it still looked real bad. Okay. Um, then never mind. You were. Well, I mean, I guess I could just I could literally just go look how old this count is. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I did. Uh, I know it has it. I have that. I have the twenty year cape on this. So yeah. I mean, I know it's that old at least. Come here, you bitch. Come here, you dumb bitch. Come here, you dumb bitch. Yeah. Come here, you dumb bitch. Stop running away from me. Come here. It's kind of rude to call them a dumb bitch. It's Hans. Everyone calls him a dumb bitch. Yeah, Hans is a dumb bitch. Even as long as I have, uh, you spent 243 days, 6 hours and 51 minutes, uh, arrived 7,494, which divided by 365 is... Hold on my phone. Hold on. 
It's definitely more than 20. That's definitely more than 20. 20.53. Divided by 365 is 20.53. So, uh, and then 20 years ago was 2003. Yeah, so 2013. I did almost say 2013. It almost feels like that was 20 years ago at this point. I mean, 2013, of course, was like the beginning of the arc that we're, I don't want to yeah. say currently in, because it's not the arc. The, it would have, the epoch. That's the, the word, uh... yeah. So, But we're not even in, the, like, that epoch ended at the beginning of this year, so. But, I mean, we're to, to, to consider that it just ended, though, is kind of crazy. That the, uh, the, all, the 10-year cycle of the wide verse. All that shit has happened. Oh, fuck, you're right. Yeah, I mean, you're you're very early lore too for the pre-communism stuff. Also, like was around 2003, right? So yeah, that's the well. That's I mean, 2003 is what we consider the beginning of the wide verse. Yeah. Right, so we got a little. So I'm excited to see where we are in 2033. I'm not excited to know what age I'll be in 2033. But... I'll be 25, so I'm not oh, too concerned. Same. Yeah, two thousand. A lot of folks for people that aren't actually twenty five right now. You're not. You're not. You're not actually twenty five either. So. I mean, I am. So sorry to break it to you, but aren't you twenty six? I am. No, I am twenty five. I feel like you're twenty six. I I do feel like he's twenty six. I do feel like you're twenty six. Born in ninety eight. I no 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 you're not no you're not. I am. No, you're not. No 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 no. Because I was just talking about this the other day. You're born in ninety seven. He's doing. He's doing the thing. He's doing the thing. Uh listen. In fact, I'll post my date of birth for my driver's license in Wait, no, right hold now. on. Hold on, he's right, because he was 16 when we met him in 2014, so. Yeah, it's hard that. for me to believe. It's hard to believe. Identity's a lie. What if he's what if he's like hard to believe we met him 50. when he was 16. Was that how old I was? Yeah. That's how old you said you were at least. So, I mean, to be fair, you could have been lying about that, too. So, What if he's, yeah, what if this what whole if he's time still actually in, like, fucking 37? Oh, well, that, too. I was going to say, like, what if you're still 17? But, yeah. Would... I'd, I'd believe either, to be quite honest. That's true. You're, yeah, he's, he's, he's a little bit of an ageless guy, you know? Aren't we all, though? Time, timeless. Well, not you. You lost all your hair, so. Well, that's, you know, that's, that's part true. of me ascending. To bald them? <laughs> well, you know, bald people do have certain insights. Like what? That you ain't got no hair? That your head's cold? Well, my head's never been cold, actually. I, I have a very warm, uh, large head, so I yeah, that's really true. get a cool head. That's uh, sure. But, uh, you know, you, you, there's no way for me to explain it to you, uh, you hair havers, right? You can't come up with a better name than that. I'll, I'll think of it. I'll, okay. I'll work. We just call that normal. Oh, I mean, a very high percentage of men eventually lose their hair, so. Really? I mean, as you age, it definitely broadens. Yeah, tell me more about aging and losing hair. Ooh. Because I, I, I haven't done that, so. Well, you haven't yet, but I'm just saying statistically a lot of Tim's got a great head of hair. I'll give him that. And you never know when the Norwood Reaper will come. Never. Not a, not a single man, Not a single man in my family has ever lost his hair. Well, maybe. I mean, look, I can't. I can't find any relatives that I know that that balded as young as me either. So, all know, right, Vance. I'm just saying Vance, that whatever. the room to be surprised is always there. 
Thank you. I don't believe it's only like what a, a little over a month away until the next season of Fish Tank. Yeah, I mean that'll be fun. I'm, I'm pretty excited. Actually, a little concerning how much how much of a distraction that will be actually, but uh, what do you, what do you mean? I was saying that. I mean, last time it took up a lot of time keeping up with it, but that's true. I suppose. I'm excited though. No, I mean a holiday a holiday's fish tank is gonna be wild. Yeah. Like imagine how how much of a like a terrible person you have to be to agree to go live in a house with strangers over Christmas. I'd do it. Yeah, we know. It's not a slight to Christmas. It's just you know that's a it is it is though. It's a slight to, no, it's a slight Christmas. You as I mean, an anti Christmas communist. Yeah. yeah. Nice shot. I so so how am I how am I slighting Christmas by going in and doing something like that? You know how. How. You know how. You're gonna have to explain it to me. I don't. Understand. You know exactly I'm how. A, I'm a Thanksgiving guy, so I need to explain. You know it to exactly me. how. Thank Christmas is about the sanctity of spending time with loved ones. Well, I'm not doing that this year. Yes, you are. <laughs> I mean, wait, oh, that's wait, right. Wait, wait, Tony, wait. even Tony will be gone. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, if we come up there, you will. Right. Exactly. So, there you go. Well, he'll be here with Job. That's yeah. there. You go. There you go. Some say Job's worth like five people. So, so wait, does that does that mean? Hold on. So if we come up there and you come stay with us, does that mean you have to bring Job with you? No, I mean I can. Like I, I mean, unless I was planning to be there for like a long time on end, he would be self sufficient for at least a couple days, I think. Like as long as he as long as he has enough food in his bowl. I guess doesn't he get doesn't he freak out a little bit when he's alone though? He'll manage. I mean, oh, okay. cats have right. to get over that one way or another. True, 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 true. They don't get over it by not ever being alone. Okay, no, no, no. So, all right, yeah. All right, fine, 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 fine. But I mean, yeah, it's like also I said, like, you aren't that far away. It's like not impossible to go check up on the guy no, sure. either way. Well, like I said, especially if between now and then I like start a job or something too, if I don't have that time off, then I might have to only come for part of the day anyway. That's true. Right? That's true. So, like, it, it just. How's that job thing looking, though? Well, I don't know. I mean, I I can't tell you whether or not anything is gonna bite before then, but uh, I think I think it's looking pretty wide open. Who can say? It would be nice if you could find one. No, I agree. Because you know, it's what I'm waiting on. No, I agree. I agree. It's what I'm waiting on. So. I agree. Thought thought I'd be out of here by the end of the year, but uh, well, hey, you know, sometimes November eight. Sometimes things don't work out that way. Here I am, still in, uh, still in hometown. Laurel hometown? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's worth places to be stuck. Name one. Compton. Uh, Chirac. Lifeville, Arkansas. Wait, hold on. Where? Blytheville, Arkansas. He's not wrong. I have it on good authority that if the United States of America needed an enema, it would be inserted in Blytheville, Arkansas. Uh -huh. Man, he's got some beef with Blytheville, Arkansas. My well, dad has some. My dad has major heat with Blytheville. Ladies and gentlemen, okay. it's that time of the show. Taylor has opened up Google Maps, which, to be fair, actually, I feel like we haven't done it in a while. In fact, maybe next week. Maybe next week we need to do like a town deep dive. Yeah. Where are we feeling? We. I don't think Blythe, have we ever. Blythe, no, I think we're doing that right now. Have we ever done a have we ever done a Devon's hometown? I don't think we deep have dive? Yet. And not not like in, in a 
full format. Let's do Devin Devin's hometown deep dive next week. The diamonds auto sales. Yeah, talk the, the diamonds. Detailing. Look at this. Look at look, look at that. Uh, what is that, Tim? Is that a Camaro? Yeah, I think it's Camaro. Yeah. Look at that. Oh, look at I that. Put the van behind. Now, it. Let's say, look at that. Look at that. Look at I, it's an. It's like a retrofitted ice cream van. There has there has ice cream been vans are fucked up. They should only be ice cream trucks. There has been at least one person molested in that van. At least, yeah. maybe more. I don't. I mean, this is this. What? No, it's at least one. Oh, I was going to say this place didn't look too bad. Uh, actually, this is looking worse. What do we got over here? We got a laundromat. Something, something else. I can't read. Can I get on the street view over there? Oh yeah, I can. Based. Not a bad football field. Uh, we got a we got a wing. Oh. You ever been able to just look at it? You ever just been able to look at a town's businesses and kind of be able to suss out the general demographics of the area? <laughs> yeah. You starting to pick up what I'm putting down here? Would I be wrong, Tim? I feel like at one time you yeah, would the have dollar not plaza. The dollar plaza, which I think is empty. It is, yes. Yeah. Listen, if you're if you're if your dollar stores are getting out of business. What is that? What, what Groucho this, what Marx? Huh? What? <laughs> what the fuck? Work is the curse to the drinking class. <laughs> this, this, oddly, that's a little Kino to me. A little bit, yeah. You know, but that's kind of one of those things when you go to these like kind of shithole little towns. You know, you get oh, some surprising mail. Uh, huh? What's it? Liz, Liz Company. Oh, here we go. Yeah, Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Mm. Look at that. Sick with cheese. Now El Puerto Mexican. Look at that. Sick with cheese. Look that at that. Guacamole mm. looks absolutely filthy. Yeah. Uh, look at this. Literally sick with cheese. Oh, look. It's sick I, with cheese. That's like not even food at that point. Yeah. That chicken looks medium rare. Th their food definitely does look pretty rough. Hey, guys, look what it is. It's sick with cheese. Okay, that's that's kind of cool. I mean, they kind of fucked they kind of fucked it up, but like a drink right? But wouldn't you say you could get a better version of that at Applebee's? That's true. I'm glad you brought wrong. I'm glad you brought that up because I have been thinking all show about the delicious, craveable options that you can get from your neighborhood Applebee's right now with Carside to Go. Now, for yeah. me, for me, it's the baby back ribs. I don't know about you boys. That's my go-to, though. I feel like Chili's was more of the baby back place. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> this is an Applebee's ad read, not Chili's. If they want an ad read, they can pay me. Well, Little one, of those packs, but, uh... one of those companies has enough money to sponsor us. It's not Applebee's. <laughs> Jesus. Is Chili's doing better than Applebee's these days? Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, on God. Okay, oh, 100%. I haven't checked the stats lately, right, on Chili's... fucking Koi Slop Chains. Chili's is to like, I don't know, like like Walmart. What Applebee's is to like Family Dollar. Yeah, Chili's. I think I said this before. Chili's is the bar by which you measure any other sit-in slop restaurant. Chili's itself, though, has gone downhill over the years. But this is a really nice field, actually. <laughs> like this is a weirdly nice field. They must be really good at football. It's like the, it's like the only thing nice about the town. 
Well, you know, given the demographics, I can see why they might be good at football. Why is the why is the field? Oh, that's the middle. Well, why does the are you say are you suggesting they value student athletes over athletic students? Yes. Yeah, I'm saying that that's the only way out the hood is what I'm saying. Hey, man. So true. So true. Okay, well, I'm going to search the ultimate. Where is this in relation to Memphis? Oh, it's way up there. Damn. So there are two, count them, two NFL players ever to be from Blytheville, Arkansas. Okay. Who are they? Uh, Jeremy Parnell. Never heard of him. Um, former offensive tackle for the New Orleans Saints. Oh. Miami Dolphins, Dallas Cowboys, and Jacksonville Jaguars. He right, was signed it? by the Saints as an undrafted. He played at Ole Miss. Right, but who's the other one? The other one is Eric Hill. I think I have heard of him. Played 11 seasons, 9 with the Cardinals. He was the 10th overall pick in the 89 draft. That'd be it. Hmm. Hmm. Looks like they're... Eh, there, there might be some others, but we're talking 1930s and 1940s. Here. Shout out to this suburb that's just literally out here in the middle of infinite fields of probably soybeans. Soybeans. Lots of soybeans. I'm gonna. All right, I'm gonna go to notable people. Road. Let's see if there's anybody I recognize. Yeah, here. soybeans. Um, hmm. this for Blyfield? Yeah, I got um. Got Zaxby's. I got nothing on the names so far. God, they got a lot of Mexican places, honestly. Benny Bob's Barbecue. Oh, look, this is the spot. Damn. Huh. Okay. Well, this isn't what I expected the demographics to be. Yeah, I got nobody on the uh, on the notable people. Well, I don't recognize a soul. Oh my god, I cannot spell. Let's see. County seat of Mississippi County. That's uh, yeah. Okay. Average high of ninety in July. That's awful. That's exactly oh, what I expected from the demographics. All right, let's check. Uh, yeah, notable people. Julie Adams. Potential dual threat quarterbacks. <laughs> Fred Akers, that name rings a bell. Coach for the Longhorns and the Boilermakers. 30.8% potential pocket passers. Uh-huh. We're going with this now, by the way. Uh yeah, you're right. I've never heard of any of these people. I don't know why I thought you were lying, but Yeah, no, no names there. Wakita Tobar? Tobar? Mm. On brand, but nope. Junior Walker. That sounds vaguely familiar. You He's know, a, maybe. He was an R&B maybe. singer and saxophone. That sounds that sounds yeah, familiar. He's still alive? Oh, no, he died in 95. That sounds really familiar for some reason. I don't know why, though. Backstreet Boogie, maybe. I feel like that might have been a thing. Huh. No, I've never heard any of these songs. Kathy Webb. Oh, ugh, oh boy. Yeah, of course she's a Democrat. That tracks. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. I've never heard of any of these people. Well, what a uh, what a shithole. 
Maybe we should... uh, to, to give you perspective, why my dad's got such heat with uh, Blytheville, Arkansas. We were um, during during the tough times. We're talking uh, post Great Recession. Sure. Um, my dad was offered an opportunity to uh, go run a uh, dealership there. We thought for there was a very real moment where we might have all had to pack up and move to Blytheville, Arkansas. That's a fate worse than death, but, uh, my friend. My dad and his uh, his trusted lieutenant, uh, a guy who's known my dad longer than I have. Uh, loaded up a bunch of shit into a U-Haul, drove out there, took one look at the town, and immediately drove back home. I, did, I had to do the math of my head on that one for a second. Got some planes out here, boys. What are these? That's a... That's a, that's a B-38-7, I think. These are... Um, I believe these are 8240s. Yeah. I believe you're making that up. Uh, No. He's one of those. Uh, Source, he saw it in a dream. I did. He's one of those transit artists instead of trains and planes for him. Man, I wish, man. Hell, uh, man, hell of planes out there. What are, we, what are these, Delta? Hey, hey, Why is there so many Delta uh, planes here? Maybe they have like a hub there. Arkansas International Airport, just in the middle of fucking nowhere, there's an international airport? That's oh, sus. No. That's sus. That's sus, right? A little, a little bit. A little bit. Like, what's. Air, airports in general have some kind of. Like, kind of clavo governmental deep state energy to them. Like, there's nothing. Uh, like, there's not even like anything. Here. No, this is uh 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 uh. It's, it's like a Denver airport situation. You know, there's a little bit more going on than the uh. Oh, know. you know what this might be actually? I think this is a graveyard. It's a, I'm, I'm pulling that up right now. There is a boneyard. Yeah. Okay. Three miles yeah. northwest of Blythville. Now yeah. imagine the kino if you broke in. Right. Warren. Right. It's a bunch of, yeah, a bunch of Delta. Well, no, that's not Delta. That's Eva Air. I've never heard of Eva Air. Maybe that's... Yeah, no, this is this is total airplane death. This is a literal boneyard. Delta, Delta. A lot of Delta. Maybe this is this is where Delta sends their planes to die. Yeah. That's depressing. There's literally, yeah, there's only just a car next to this one. I don't know, man. There's something weird here going on, and we will not be investigating. Apparently, it was a big storage yard for idle aircraft during the, uh, during the coup. Oh. Oh, shooting range. Cool. Yeah, they had 77 idle planes sitting at Blytheville during the outbreak. Woof, as the kids would say. Imagine being quarantined in Blytheville, Arkansas, and you're a plane. Look at this place. This one's weird. Look at all like, these things that go underground. Mm. Mm. I don't like that. Mm. Mm. Well, it's also like half decayed, so I guess nothing's going on there. I don't know. I'm just saying, I think there's... That's intentionally after, kid. I think if we knew the amount of buildings in this country that there's, like, people actively, like, being tortured in some way in, I think we would be appalled. Oh, sure. Like, and I don't and I don't mean, like, by, like, unaffiliated, like, third parties. I mean by, like, the U.S. government. No, I mean, there's no way that we know everything that's going on, right? Yeah. I mean, that's just a given, so... A lot of people disappear every day. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. A lot of people disappear in a uh, in forest near cave systems. Hey, yeah, I've been watching. Uh, I've been watching a lot of cave nah, videos. Like, that's what the segue into is you've been watching a lot of cave content, haven't you? Cave. I tell you what, caves are fascinating to me, right? Like, I don't think I would ever caves. go. I don't think I would ever go too deep into one, right? Because they're very scary. Um, and I definitely wouldn't do like the crawling shit. Nope. But. It's they're very interesting. They're very, very the caves. Caves have a certain 
quality to them. You know, I, and, I, and, you know, despite the evil that might lurk there, I feel like, you know, delving into it and kind of conquering it very much in the uh, white man's Faustian spirit to. Uh, yeah, well, I you and I specifically had this conversation a month or several ago. Uh, and I was talking about something that I was I was relaying a dream that I'd had once, right? right? And it it evoked a certain feeling, emotion in me that I couldn't really like describe or place. Right. And then I also related it to like I would felt it one other time in my in my waking life, to a time when I was we were up at, uh, at a family friend's hunting camp too. Watching these cave videos gives me that same feeling, right. vaguely, and I think it's something about. <sighs> I can't explain it. I really can't. It, it's almost like I don't want to like say liminal, right? Mm. But there is. I think the emotion that I'm trying to explain is the a liminal emotion, right? Well, it's like it's like what liminal things would invoke in you or something, right? Uh, it's something about like a place that shouldn't exist, that you shouldn't be, that's outside of like the natural order of where humans are supposed to be. Which is kind of crazy when you think that for a lot of human history, as as we're told it worked, at least uh, humans had some some dealings with caves, you know, like it's kind of funny. Well, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm talking like these ones that you got to like, you know, crawl yeah. and army crawl to get oh, into. Yeah, you know? yeah. Oh, yeah. Those those types of things it, are very odd. Like, yeah. in terms of just the spaces themselves, aside from the risk. Right? Like one. Just yeah. Like ones themselves. where you're actively trying to fight against nature, trying to tell you not to be there. You know, it's like that one that I saw the video of a. a couple weeks ago or something where it was like the fucking zoomer kid and he's like crawling in like shallow water in a tiny cavern where he's like barely able to squeeze his body through and there's standing water that like if he had his had his head straight he would be like drowning in it's are you like, talking about the one that i linked you you linked another one that had a similar thing where they're in a cave that has water and the i was guy about to say because i was like are you are you calling matt a zoomer he's like almost 40 no you leave okay. one where they like with the air right and they like yeah. the, the guy missed the air pocket or whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, a different one than that. It was a guy who was alone, and he oh, was okay. in the uh, in in a very very short like cavern, crawling through, and there was standing water. And it wasn't like the one that you linked, where it's like they can kind of swim right. in it a little bit. This one was like he was just crawling on the floor, and there's a very thin layer of water that would drown him. If Sidebar like... for just one second: Is this the smallest Kroger y'all have ever seen? It's a small Kroger. That is a small Kroger. But yeah, it's something, yeah, no, it's just something about, like, you're actively, like, everything is telling you not to be there. And the more you push in, the more you, it's like, you're somewhere you really should not be. Yeah. And that's the, no, fe- I mean, yeah, which and that's, I mean, it, it, that's, that's the like what, feeling that liminal is supposed to invoke. Well, I sure. I would say that definitely it also draws on some of the wrongness that, like, claustrophobia involved is involved in, you know, mm-hmm. like, I think that pulls on something that's also very instinctual for us, uh, which, I mean, you know. It's, it's sensible that you wouldn't want to be trapped in a small space that you could easily die in. So I guess. Yeah, no, I I was watching one video specifically where the guy that just like he almost just got straight up stuck, like yep. trying to pull him down. I'm like, nope, 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 not nope. Nah. Yeah, there's one cave system. Uh, I forgot the name of it, but it was like it was the story was like there's a uh a particular like hole in it that you have to squeeze through a particular way and this group going through one time went the wrong way and this guy got stuck in a even narrower thing and it was like you know that uh that like whatever at uh, amagari fault 
uh manga where it's like that yeah. hole was made for me yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like that situation where like I think the guy started wriggling into it and like because of the shape of the rock, it was like he can kind of wedge himself in more, but he couldn't really back out of it easily. Mm-hmm. And and the, and to the, the degree that he was stuck and, to, and the degree that that space was con- confined, it was like people knew he was there because he was with a group. And people like made efforts at rescuing him, but eventually they just concluded that it was impossible to do so. And he just died there. And yeah. uh, and then they just said, yeah, uh, you guys aren't really allowed to go exploring in this cave anymore. Uh, I forgot the name of it, though. It was an interesting story. It's just one of those things where it's like, that's pretty dreadful. Like, that's, I mean, dying alone in one of those places is pretty dreadful. And, like, mm-hmm. not knowing if they'll ever find you is one thing. But, like, there's a different kind of horror with, like, they're fully wherever you are and they just can't do anything about yeah, it. Yeah, no, that's worse. That's way worse. Well, because then it's just like your doom's assured. There's, like, nothing on, like, ambiguous about it. It's just like, you fucked up. Uh, everybody knows it. Uh, bye. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. See ya. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, would not do any high risk caving, but yeah, uh, I would, I would do very low risk, low impact cave. If, if I can, if it's basically the type of cave where I can enter it and it's kind of like my hike just continues, but underground. Yeah. Maybe you have to, maybe you have to, maybe there's some like light sliding involved, right? Sure. Like a small incline. Yeah. A yeah, small, yeah, yeah. Like, sure. Like. Maybe little, yeah, maybe they, maybe thing. it's even like some gap you have to not crawl through, but you kind of have to like go through, right? It's just I wouldn't even crawl if it was like, like my desk right now, right? Like my desk, sure. my desk is what three feet off the ground or something. Yeah, I would have to draw a hard line there though, because once you get past that, it's uh... yeah. But anything to where if I can crawl and I'm fully extended upwards, right? right. With room above like my back and my head. Oh yeah, I'll yeah I'll do it. I'll do it. Sure. Sure. Not too far. But yeah. So when you have to like, tur- when you have to like turn yourself into a, like a worm, a worm to wriggle through it. Yeah. No. 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 We ain't doing that shit. No. Well, we ain't doing that thing, It's basically the situation where when the space is so tight that you no no longer have any leverage with your limbs, so mm-hmm. you can't do anything to affect your position. That's when it gets dangerous. Right? I also because wouldn't then... do the ones where it's like a really small entrance and it goes straight down, because you have to. There's a thing you have to like put your arms over your head, right? No, right. nope, nah, 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 not happen. Nope. Mm-mm. Yep. Mm-mm. No. No. Yeah. No. I mean, actually. people t- typically have a sense for like what position or like what requirements would feel more dangerous to them, and the people who are doing that stuff are definitely good at turning it off. I guess. Yeah. I would. Yeah, because some of those guys were talking about like, like, how do y'all not get claustrophobic? And like, we are, and it's like, oh, okay, well that's yeah. that's weird. Yeah, I mean, not everybody I think can even do that. Like, there's there's definitely situ- it's not common, but even just in waking life, not doing anything particularly extreme, there's definitely situations where you're faced with a, a particular circumstance or an obstacle, and it's like you can't proceed because of the risk that it entails, and right. your, your body just out of self preservation wouldn't comply even if you wanted to, like mentally, right. like if, if you thought, oh, I should do this, it's like you're not going to. Y'all ever been to Como, Arkansas? Or sorry, Missouri. Como, 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 yeah. yeah. Como, yeah. Como is literally this one house. Based. A little bit, yeah. Having a whole town to yourself is pretty. Cute. They also they also have a giant snake that lives in a river. As you can see right here on screen. Oh. Yeah. 
Where are you? Where are you at on? Where are you at on snakes, Tony? Not a snake guy. So you're not a spider guy. You're not a cave guy. You're not a cheese say, guy. Uh, I gotta say that snakes bother me way less than spiders. Yeah, same. Like, like I know that probably snakes are actually more dangerous to us. Like, I think, I think it's more likely to be a life-threatening situation if I'm bit by most rattlesnakes than it is if I'm bit by most spiders or right. you know. But like, still. Listen, they don't have legs for a reason, and I don't fuck with them. Well, yeah, uh, they, don't have, yeah. they don't have a leg to stand on. They're pretty satanic, too, if we're being honest. Yeah, you know. All right, guys. New mission. We're about to, we're gonna meet up at the Paragould, Arkansas Huddle House in seventy-two hours. Well, I got bad news for you. That's west of the Mississippi, so I will never go there. Mm, messed up. All right, Devin, I'll see you there. I know I can make it because I basically did that drive in one day before, so Yeah. Wait, really? Oh uh, yeah, more or less, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I mean I started at the very I mean, I don't know how, how deep in Arkansas this is, but I started Not too uh, deep. I mean Memphis is right there, so you know, I I started like half an hour from the Tennessee border and then got into Memphis and then hung out in Memphis and then made it across the rest of the state before the day ended. So if you go to Huddle House and get a steak, I just feel like you should be put down. Like you should be euthanized. That's kind of a thing that you could do at a... Oh, sorry. Waffle this is... I'm too. sorry. This is Iron Horse. This isn't Huddle House. Never mind. Sorry, 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 okay. sorry, sorry. Well, I mean, even Waffle House has steaks. and I've seen people order them. I, I think Waffle I've House had... more steak than just about anybody in the country. I think, really? I think I've actually had a Waffle House steak, and it is not okay. ideal. I mean, I can see why, though. I mean, sometimes you want a steak and eggs or whatever. And that's mm-hmm. a... Even eggs isn't bad. I was going to say, she's kind of cute, but she got tattoos, so... Yeah, ruined. 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 Oh, so I found that uh, cave I was talking about with the guy that got stuck and died. Um, funny, funny thing about that story is it was in Utah, and the the cave's name was the the Nutty Putty Cave. Man, like, imagine getting stuck and dying in the Nutty Putty Cave. The the spiritual the spiritual implications of that are not good. Yeah. Yeah. That's not one you want to answer for at the Pearly Gates. No. 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 I mean. It's, it's it's funny because I feel like that name would kind of make it sound like the like the tutorial level of like caving, you know. And I'm digging this Alfredo. Oh yeah, yeah. There's not much appetizing in this picture, actually. For being not, honest, no. Look at that! Look at this cock. Oh, Jesus. Fucking, I gotta hate kids. You just know this person's got long COVID. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. This isn't the worst looking person I've seen in my life. Well, certainly not the worst I've seen on Google Maps, honestly. But oh, that's a good point. Actually, hold on. I think this is another shot of her, and it might actually be. She's terrible. Never mind. Yeah, well. That's, a, will, straight, that's, a, that's look, a straight up vibe, though. Here's, here's what bit, I'll say. Um, of all the states I crossed, so the, the biggest shithole I crossed through on my road trip was Albuquerque. I did not like Albuquerque. but You didn't like the ABQ? No. But nobody likes Albuquerque. The the state with the most dysgenic people I encountered was definitely Arkansas. Oh yeah, that tracks. Oh hey, the mark. They got the mark. Well, they, they got the mark. Not all bad out there. They got the mark. I don't even have the mark. They're on the mark. the mark. Good lord, man, that's pizza I, I get right the there. sense that the mark is kind of progressing southwards as they expand. Yeah. Um, Maybe eventually Laurel Hometown will have the mark. Maybe got a, I got a place called Slim Chickens. Oh, I think it just said it's closed. Oh, opens January 29th. Okay. Seasonal restaurant, maybe? Maybe. A seasonal no. chicken place. 
It's kind of a weird name for the because you don't really want your chickens to be slim, you know, when you go get chicken. No, it looks like it's just it's just uh just coming soon. Yeah, the little, uh, little, well, that's as of twenty two. That was two thousand twenty two. No, it's twenty three. Oh, okay. oh, my bad. It was just way back in June, though. So my bad. That, that's on me. Mm-hmm. Former teacher said she has made nearly one million dollars from OnlyFans in six months, and eh, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't spend a million dollars on that, but mid. Let's look her up. See if we can find it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to show her OnlyFans <laughs> on. Are you, you, you going to go look her up on Coomer Party or whatever? <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh no! 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 Oh yeah! Tattoos and shit. Oh, well, that's not her, but well. So was she the one that's been in the news cycle for losing her job over that or whatever? I don't think so. I was gonna say if, if she had already been in the news cycle before for that, then it would be like maybe people saw that article and it. Y'all see that number in the background there? Not great. Mm. Not great. Yeah. Not great. But I say like if, if if it was the case that she got previous coverage or something, then that's basically free advertising for. Fucking OnlyFans. Very much. So, like maybe that would explain There's it. There's a lot but... going on here in this image search. Yeah, there is. Uh, yeah, this woman. <laughs> this woman is like the definition of mid. Yep. Like, like, yeah, like, look, she's first off crazy eyes. That's a. Right. B teacher. Need I say more? C tattoos. Right. Lower third's a bit sharp for me. What? Is the, the shape of her lower third? I don't like it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. She, no, no. Oh yeah, yeah. Fired for participation only fans. Okay. Right. So like, if that was the thing that because that's the case, she got she she basically got a ton of free publicity right. on her OnlyFans. In fact, that's one of those things. Where, like, if you're a teacher and you get fired for any reason and you happen to have an OnlyFans, it's like you almost might as well go to the media and be like, I got fired for it because that's free advertising. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. I don't like no, that. I don't either. That. Yeah. But I'm just saying that if you're smart and you're trying to make money as a whore, then yeah, sure you you know. Well, see, when when you go to like hey, the whore. when you go to like the journal posts on Facebook and you see the comments like "Hell, I'd do it too," it's like some fifty-eight-year-old fucking boomer woman. Yeah, like yeah, I bet you would. Hey guys, look, they have sick with cheese. Oh, is that a chonga? That's sick with cheese is what it is. We chongin boys. Big chongin guy. Man, hey I should, guys, I look, it's just sick. There's no cheese even. It's just sick. Oh look, more sick with cheese. I was the out there. Shout out uh -huh. to this image that you, is like, this is like a very subtle HDR, but you can tell that it is because it's like, there's no lines in this image at all. Right. You know, it's well, just. Yeah, they, they've kind of, yeah, taken yeah. out a lot of the contrast yeah. or whatever of the image. Um, and it makes it look way the, worse. The, the Mexican food out there does look pretty uniquely bad, um, like more so than most, I would say. Guys, look, it's sick with cheese. Wouldn't. Nope. Yeah. So, uh, Paragould, Arkansas. Sorry, guys. You're off. Uh, you're off the list. You're off the. Uh, you're off the White House. White House. Yeah. They're definitely on a list. <laughs> the only place in in no, Arkansas. That's not that good for the accusations. Nope. That's somehow worse for the accusations, though. So. Enjoying that corn, huh? Hey, man. That's that street corn. Hell yeah. I think street corn's all right. Uh, the only place in Arkansas that I'd even really consider going to for like its own as a destination would be like deep into the Ozarks. So right, that was a very depressing flea market. I mean, that's a high bar. 
to be quite honest, because I've been to some depressing flea markets. Oh, this one's actually pretty nice. So it's, it's a little like it's a little boomery, but do we think flea markets will survive total boomer death? Uh, possibly not. That's gonna be a real shame. I love well, flea markets. You've, you've got that. You've got that millennial interest in thrift shops. Yeah, but May like the flea markets. I mean, like so. Look at like a flea market is more often than not selling like 90% boomer bait shit, right? Yeah, because boomers are more into like the antiques and shit. Right. And millennials are basically into thrift shops for like clothes. Yeah. And like like in this picture specifically, you see there's like, there's old Texaco memorabilia. There's old like oil cans and lanterns. There's Coke memorabilia. There's um. It's like the Americana stuff. That, there's like yeah, some vaguely chrome stuff, like wash bins, stuff like that. So... Like uh, I don't think I don't think people younger than like fifty care about that. So no, I think a lot of culture will die at the boomers. Some good, some bad. Damn! Look at this unit. Yep. He's posted up, huh? Posted up in front of a big old cock. He loved it. Hmm. Uh, not great for the accusations. Uh, we're being accused of that now. What's that? Cock stuff. I think that was one of the originals, actually. I think it actually it was okay. it was the okay. cock stuff, then it was the kid stuff. I see. So. Both both equally untrue for any uh, new listeners. Hmm. Hmm. Don't don't mm that. That's <laughs> none of it's truthful. Well, it's funny, it's because that just that left the whole thing so ambiguous. Like, what is he humming? Hmm. What do you mean by this? Hmm. What did he mean? That's about, about to be the war, that's about to be the world's worst swing and a miss at a pinata. Oh yeah, and He's that's just that's just that like it, that's like an old pine stick too. That don't that ain't got no rigidity to it. Oh, look at this old boy. Taste a professional pine stick appraiser. Yeah, I am. As look, I grew up in literally the pine belt. Okay, I know a pine stick when I see it. When you're gone, will you pine for the belt? No, I will not. Well, I will not. Well, okay. No one ever has. Well, okay. Well, maybe someone has, but I won't. Ah, you'll want to come back to hometown Laurel. Yeah, yeah, maybe to, maybe for content, but not to like you know be like, oh, I sure have missed it. Wow, these. Uh, you're gonna have the, the episode where it's like, man, I gotta go settle down in Laurel hometown. I don't think so after you find a nice girl who wants oh to and now i definitely now i definitely don't think so i'm not really a hmm i'm gonna cut i was, I was about to i was about, yeah i was about to set myself up for one there and it's gonna be like wow that's a clippable moment so i'm not gonna say it yeah well maybe that's what we need clippable moments in our herd. that's true our uh our our skinny clip certainly did well yeah yeah yeah. We just need to milk Tony for more bad food opinions. Well, you can't milk him because uh, he doesn't like. Oh no, he does like milk. Sorry, I can't yeah, keep up. Milk is 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 so bizarre, and it hates cheese, loves milk. That's speaking... not bizarre at all. One's milk. One's shut up! Rotted. Shut up! Nah, 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 we're not doing this. We're not doing this. <laughs> hey, speaking of cheese, look what it is, guys. It's Disgusting. sick with cheese. That's, that's an especially white sauce on that. <laughs> That's got that's got cream that's got a sour cream mixed into it. <laughs> I got it, yeah. especially white sauce for you, stupid bastard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, that's the intention. Yeah, a little bit. Where is the Ozarks? Oh, here we go. It's like, yeah, it, like the, the meat of it's pretty northerly there. Yeah. Um, it's like because uh, the 40, like right above it, kind of starts a lot of the stuff that's labeled Ozarks, but you don't really get into the meat of the park until you go like a couple hours off the beaten path. Right. Hey, look, it's LaRue. Was LaRue before your time? The artist LaRue? N n no, the, the hunter. On Gorgonash. On Gorgonash. Oh, no, I, I do remember the the name. Uh, I can't tell you anything about them, though. Hmm. Weird guy. Yeah, I mean, the Ozarks are okay. I mean, they're no... Well, that, like, that area is fine. Um, I think you have to go deeper to really see the... Like basically right at the Missouri border, like northern. Here's here's something. What is the Arkansas Sphinx? Hmm. Okay. It's a cool rock, I guess. Yeah. You ever just see a cool rock? Oh yeah. Yeah. Dude, rocks are real cool. Rocks are really cool. I've seen. Oh, they're finding a good stick. Yeah. Exactly. Can't be pine. Tell you that much. No. Fuck a pine tree. Don't. Fuck a pine tree. I mean, like, no. Hey, there's a nuclear power plant. Neat. I mean, the Ozarks are pretty cool. And like I said, they're no Appalachians, but. No, but it, it, they're kind of like an oasis of mountainy environments in an otherwise boring shithole area. So. Right. Oh, that's a nice one. I like that. That's a nice waterfall. The the movie house, air quotes. I don't know why it's called the movie air quotes house, but that's it's just an old house. Maybe it was used in a movie. Maybe it was used in a movie. It actually kind of looks like the village, so. Damn. That looks like some Resident Evil shit. Damn, old boys post up. Damn, that cedar tree is just straight up fucked up. I mean, I feel like Arkansas in general is kind of some Resident Evil shit, so. Fair. Hmm. What camera's on? Mm. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to tell. It's dark. I can make it hard to make that much any bigger. Why is the Why is there a change of clothes? <laughs> don't worry about it. Only fans' videos aren't going to shoot themselves. Yeah. Still can't tell what what camera that is. I can't tell either. The logo to me has the profile of a can, so maybe. Yeah, I think it does. It's a woman, so that's what they buy. They don't know yeah. better. Okay, well, rude, but okay. Well, I mean, you bought it back when that was the only thing anybody knew. I mean, I feel like people who were photographers knew. Nah, I mean, in what, 2013 or whatever, it was like, you buy Canon or you buy Nikon and you like it. Oh, okay. All right. All right let's, go to, let's go to Gilmore Lures in Pelzor, Arkansas. All right. Yeah. Well, unless we got anything else. Uh, we're 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 creeping up on that three and a half. So we are contract. We are a contractual time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Devin, what'd you learn tonight? 
Let's see. I learned that Arkansas has got a lot of rough towns in it, um, which I kind of already knew, but I learned more specifically because I didn't know about those towns. And now I do. Tony, what'd you learn tonight? Uh, I learned what four different prime flavors taste like. And that's valuable knowledge. You can take that oh, with you going forward. I learned that uh, someone's going to die next week. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I guess like generally. Do you mean sure. like in the world or did you mean more specific to like? I'm, uh, I'm not going to clarify on that. Okay. Well, that's fucked up, but all right. Hmm. Uh, Tim, what'd you learn tonight? How about an airplane boneyard in Blythville, Arkansas? I mean, I, uh, yeah. Okay, that's not a boneyard, brother. What? That's what they called it. Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, yeah, that's what they're, they want you to call it. Oh, I, I, mm -hmm. I see. I see. I see. I see. I see. I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. I'm smelling what you're stepping in. I learned that, um, well, I learned that Blythville, Arkansas is a shithole. Yeah. Just an absolute irredeemable shithole. Yeah, not a lot going for it. That probably needs to be nuked. Well, there's a power plant right next door. We've got plenty will, of... Will, will the SCP, SCJP eventually take care of it? Maybe. It's a little outside our purview, but... You know. Mm -hmm. could, we, could we in some way go, it's a threat to Tennessee? Yeah, probably. No, probably. It's definitely a threat. I mean, look at the exports. <sighs> oh, that's too true. Too true, too true. All right. Well, that's it. Uh, someone say something stupid. Uh, beefy Blytheville Bliss. That was stupid. I, th I was thinking more Beefy Blytheville Blitz. Ooh. Well, well you don't want to let them know what we're planning. Well, no, that's that's a football play. Well, well I was thinking about a Blitz where we just go bomb them, but... Uh oh I, I was more thinking, you know, like a yeah, the Blitzkrieg where we just... It doesn't even oh, okay. matter that they know. We're just going to overwhelm them so fast. I see. Well, I feel like a, a Blitzkrieg relies on them not knowing, but I mean, after the, I feel like they find out pretty fast, and by the time it's over, it's too late to react. No, nah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of not knowing going on there. I think we're okay. Yeah, I think that's yeah, actually that's what they're most point. known for is not knowing. I see. All right. 